What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 536th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. Uh, I am your host, Steve. With me is Greg. Hello. I have two updates. One update. My relationship with Professor Sycamore in Pokemon Masters is really moved to the next level. Unprompted buys me gifts, offers to make me tea, says he's very excited to hear my story. Things are going great. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I don't mess this, this on one your TikTok. up. I know. I have to change my TikTok. No, nah, because the minute those other people in my TikTok show up, bye, you're kicked out of the lodge. I'm talking to different people. Two, I've officially reached the dread part of my excitement for Scarlet and Violet. The dread part? Yeah. The part where the sinking dread of what if it's horrible, what if I hate it more than I hate Gen 2 has set in what? as the natural ebb and flow of, of excitement. No, it's oh, okay. just because anytime I'm excited for a thing, right as it gets close to it coming out, my brain's like, Psst, what if it's bad? And then the dread comes in, and then I work through my dread before I get to the game or whatever I'm watching so that I'm in the acceptance phase and I can just enjoy what happens. I, I get the dread out early, and we're there right now. We are in full scarlet and violet dread mode. Yeah. The thing you have to try to meditate on is worrying about the future neither changes the future nor makes today any better. So just Correct. focus on the now. Will is here. Uh, and yes, my official announcement, the season you've all been waiting for, even more important than PSL season, I have activated, reactivated my Sling.com subscription because <laughs> oh. Hallmark is showing Christmas movies. Heck Countdown yeah. to Christmas has begun. Get into it. Also, okay. I have a question, though. Have you started Gardenscapes up again? No, 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 that's never going to happen. No, 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 no. I am on Cut the Rope and Angry Birds because (laughs) Apple conned me into doing the pay one price for all the services. So now I have Apple Arcade. And boy, the one thing that they could have told me that would have had me subscribed years ago was you can get the good Angry Birds and the good Cut the Rope back again because they hid them in Apple Arcade. I'm just waiting for them to put Diddy's, Dizzy Bee up in there, and I am like, <laughs> I'll quit my job because I will play Dizzy yeah. Bee. I will stream Dizzy Bee on my most hated service, Twitch, <laughs> for money. Mine too. That's how much I love that game. Are the bees in Dizzy Bee real bees? There is one bee. There is one Dizzy Bee who is saving his fruit friends. Is it a real bee, though? Uh, why wouldn't it be? He goes. Well, I don't know. Bzz, bzz, bzz. I've been told all the bees. I thought were bees were lies at well, this point have, have from a certain from bee? a certain ex guest. Yeah, it's true. Okay, uh, so now that the dizzy bee conversation from two thousand nine has happened, we have a show for you guys today. Most of the show has already been recorded, and it was uh, up on YouTube on Friday. If you were a premium subscriber, it came out early for you guys. If you're a regular, uh, we are uh, we are at the 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 mercy of our ad deals that have to come out on Monday. <laughs> That's this episode. So uh, we actually only have <laughs> one ad this week. It's the ad, it's the uh, oops all ads episode. Uh, yeah, it was just gonna be fifty minutes of ads and then the uh, the thing that you already heard on YouTube. Um, so I. Uh, if you if you miss that, if you only get your news through the podcast feed and you're like, I don't go to the YouTube, I don't have premium, what are you talking about? 
Uh, two weeks ago, I went to New York. Uh, Nintendo and the Pokemon Company invited me out. Uh, I played an hour of um, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. And then I asked them a bunch of questions. And they said, this is what you're allowed to talk about. This is not what you're allowed to talk about. And then I did a 90-minute episode uh, with Greg and Will. And they were the uh, the audience of, like, these are the questions I have. And I answered them the best I could. I will say a funny thing that happened as I had to like go back because there was like three times that Greg was like, ah, this game sounds zero out of 10. And one of, <laughs> this, this is my fault. This is not Greg's fault. But one of the very strict rules in the contract I signed was like, you are not allowed to give this game a score. I mean, that's not a score. <laughs> it's just nothing. It's a zero. Funny thing that happened. Captain Clickbait named the video. We, we. played Pokemon Scarlet. And we, we did nothing. We did nothing. We sat and listened to you talk about a thing we, you did without us. We sounds better than I. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's false advertising. It's clickbait. Do you know what's actually clickbait? You know what's actually unreal? Uh, I, did, I, did, I did use the word we as in like there's three of us and there was like an open conversation there. But yeah, I could understand how that's clickbait. Do you know what's actually clickbait though? Was that I saw... Uh, the amount of other creators say that they played two hours. I see. I did see that. Yeah, and I, then I, saw, I saw one ambitious enough to say I played over two hours. Like, why? Why is that? Why? Why did that lie need to be told? Like, you could just say you played Scarlet and Violet. I don't think anyone is looking at two different YouTube videos and be like. Oh, this this person said they played Scarlet and Violet, but this person said they played over two well, how hours. How did they just? How did yeah. they justify saying when you were put at an hour time limit? Because the 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 meeting was two hours long. I think is the mm. how they're trying to ju- like like when I got to the meeting, they like lined us all up, and then there was this very nice lady, and she was like, "I am the Pokemon expert here. This is my job at Nintendo, and here is the here I am reading you the NDA. These are the things you are not allowed to talk about. These are the <laughs> and then, like, she was excited too. She was like, "I can't wait for you to experience like Mela, and she's like, "I can't wait for you to experience the gym leader. Like that whole segment of getting there, waiting for like a couple people were late, um, signing the NDA. That was like the first half hour. Uh, of the appointment and then they sat us down and then we played for an hour and they they were timing us they were like hey you guys got 20 minutes left hey you guys got 10 minutes left and then when it was done um, they had us all like go back to like the mingling area and then they were setting up the raid battle and uh, we went back and the raid battle couldn't be more than 10 minutes because there's a 10 minute timer on the raid battle uh, we did the raid battle, and then they had us put down our controllers, and then they were like, okay, well, what, do you have any other questions or concerns? Um, and that was that was the whole two hours. And then they promptly kicked us out because they had to, like, rotate in the next group of four uh, people. Because it was uh, four people, and then rotate out four people rotate out four people they had snacks i didn't say that they had like a they had like uh like uh fancy sodas like sodas and glass bottles that you i didn't have any i i get very nervous at these like events i know that it's like corporate corporations throw a bunch of money and they like have like a like a refreshment area but i always get like i don't know i always feel like somebody's judging me if i go over and i grab like what uh, what what school luncheon hurt you that you have the option to take fancy New York sodas 
and you don't even take one. What was the brand even? Because I, and I, I will get... say two things, and this is probably the Gen Xer in me saying this. Let's make this clear multiple times. The Gen Xer in me <laughs> saying this. Number one, when you left, somebody from Nintendo said, well, I guess we shouldn't have wasted so much money yeah. on snacks because they're too good for our snacks. Yeah. They wouldn't touch nervous. our snacks. And number two, which is not at you, because clearly you were on time. If Mr. Nintendo I was 15 invites early. you to their office, you show up on time. And by on time, I mean at least a half an hour before your scheduled appointment. Okay, you know what was really dare. you know what was really bad is I was so nervous about this entire meeting that I got there an hour early and I just walked around the block over and over again. I okay, would do that. that. I would do that. I would find a place to go sit nearby and be like, I'm peacing out and well, doing, doing yeah, my breathing exercises. Yeah, but it's New York exercises. City. Nobody sits in New York City. Yeah. Everybody I, I sits in New York City. <laughs> what are you talking about over here? I, I did. I, I was walking around. It wasn't How dare like you. a... So I, I, yeah, you know, Will makes a good point. I, I walked up 15 minutes early and they were like, wow, you're here already. And I was like, well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the other well, we, my appointment, my appointment had one no show. They canceled. <gasps> they canceled on Mister Nintendo. Uh, and then there was another person that was like five minutes late. Uh, I don't know what gaming outlet he was not a content creator. Uh, so again, uh, maybe some behind the scenes here. Nintendo was said said this was the first time they've brought content creators in for something like this, and that this these presentations are have been done for media so you know you have your polygon your ign your game explain your game spot your nintendo life so i i, I know he was from uh an outlet i don't know the other guy either uh but the guy who was late i don't i have no clue what outlet he was from he didn't say anything to me uh he didn't i don't know i got the vibe that he didn't like pokemon but uh, i don't know maybe he loved oh, pokemon he just nice uh he just didn't and Confirm you did not get to meet Simone de Rochefort. No. What? Dang. Oh, come on. What, what is Why life? do we it's... send you to these things? Can I you, know. Can you send one of us who actually I are willing to like, chat with Mr. people? And Mr. Nintendo, people can down? you get me in the same slot as Simone de Rochefort? Please? Correct. Please, because we need to be besties. <laughs> Um, I, I already am her bestie. She just doesn't know it yet. Oh, okay. I mean, valid. Valid, 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 valid. Okay, so uh, today's episode is going to be just a little bit of news, and then um, it'll go to break. We'll include the 90-minute episodes of what I played, and then uh, we'll do question of the week, Pokemon of the week. So it's already we already have 90 minutes built in uh, because of that segment, so we're going to try to get through this news a little bit quicker. The first bit of news that I have uh, you can encounter Glastrier and Spectrium Max Raid battles by the time that this episode goes up. Uh, that will be over because it ends on Rack. October 23rd. Why, why was this one only a weekend? I think because they're going to do one more. That's my speculation. Mm. Because but they could go until Thursday and be like, and then the changeover happens. I don't get why this one was so short. Because they're really, they, 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 the one person that knows how to hit the end raid button only works on Sundays. <laughs> Well, for crying out loud, they can... Janine? No, they've got to redo the servers and test and they all gotta that They've got to zap kind of the stuff. pram. And there's just lots of ghosts to happen in October. 
we didn't cover this news, but like a week or two ago, they they pretty much said that there will be no more updates after November 1st to Pokemon Sword and Shield. So what that means is like whatever the last competitive season is going to be the final competitive season, which is um, two restricted legendaries, no mythicals, pretty much the, the format used for worlds. So you will still be able to get like the master rank ribbon. There will still be like ranked battles. It's just that it's not going to reset anymore. It's just going to live forever. Um, there's, I mean, eventually it will probably shut down <laughs> when, when the switch eventually shuts down. And then the wild area will not have any more rotation. So whatever the wild area will be, which I don't actually know. I don't know if they're going to, you know, the first version of the wild area, it was like 1% Gigantamax Lapras. And then like three months later, it was like 50% Gigantamax Lapras. I don't know what final version of the wild area they're going to leave with us. When they said that, I looked at the calendar and I was like, well, we really, you know, they always update these raid battles on Thursdays. We really only have like two Thursdays left. We have the 20th and the 27th. And there's no way they're not going to go all of October without doing one final raid battle. Then the 20th came. They did the Glastrier, Spectrier in raids. You cannot catch them. You couldn't catch them, I should say that, because it's gone. The rewards were really good, though. Uh, you were guaranteed 100% an ability capsule. You were 70% bottle guaranteed a bottle cap, 40% for a golden bottle cap, and then 100% for all these super, super rare berries. And so, like, if you're not a competitive person, you're probably like, oh, I don't care about any of these competitive items. Uh, you can still use them if you like to play through the story or you want to just power up your favorite personal Pokemon. Uh, but if you're not a competitive person, uh, maybe you're a curry person. Those those berries were really, really good for getting Charizard class if you wanted to get to finish your curry decks or just get Charizard class in general. Those berries were super good. Um, and then I think it was like, uh, you got six guaranteed XL candy and six guaranteed large candy, which is really, really great for leveling up your Pokemon again. Um, they were pretty easy raids, I would say, but yeah, they were not catchable. This was not the first time they have not done. This was not the first time there has been raids that were not catchable. They did Urshifu. I want to say two months back. They did Mewtwo. Um, they did Zeraora. They did, um, a Gigantamax Cinderace at one point. That was part of another package, uh, but the Cinderace was that catchable. They did one more too. I can't think of it. They they had a really good track record of having a raid weekend last 10 days. And this one went back to three. So we have one more Thursday left, the 27th. Uh, I'm curious if we'll get a final raid battle. My speculation, if I was to guess, I would guess the final one would be Eternatus. Like, big hand Eternatus. Mm, I could see it. But no catching, just, like, battling. Why can't we just catch these at this point? They, they don't want you to have a million Glastriers and Spectriers? Yeah, they're special. Look, they, they want you to buy a $30 DLC. You want, you want to get Manaphy? Go buy Pokemon Ranger. <laughs> Go buy that terrible game. <laughs> I mean, it can read uh, what I, I purchased. Excuse me, you better walk that back right now. <laughs> Pokemon Ranger is a fantastic game. Thank you. You know, I think I think there's another conversation to be have about how Pokemon Go has really kind of uh, sucked all the life out of legendary Pokemon. <laughs> you just pay one dollar and there's your legendary. You want twenty Xerneas? Twenty dollars. Uh, I'm sorry, I did a number of Xerneas raids and only caught one. So that was like a five dollar Xerneas. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what else they could do though. Um, because they they did do Urshifu, 
Uh, I guess they could put like uh, Zapdos, Smaltrace, Articuno. I don't know if that would be like a good oh. final raid. Yeah, because I oh oh you mean in Sword and Shield? I thought you were still talking about Pokemon oh, no, Go. Sorry. I was like, yeah, I need Shield. more more of those birds in my Pokemon Go. I've only got nah. forty of each. They can't do. Some people were like, oh, a final a good final raid would be Zamazenta and Zacian, but they they don't Dynamax. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get big, so that uh, you can't. I mean, they do could that. get big. They, they, you, they, they could, could be big. Like this would be the rare big form. Unlock that Gigantamax form that that's hidden. This going to be. It's going to be, uh, the Floet that we never got released. Oh, that'll okay, be the okay. final. Yes, exactly. And you can't catch that either. It'd just be there. I would taunting. I would be severely disappointed if. The twenty seventh comes and there's no raid battle because then the argument would be like, okay, why didn't you just make Spectre and Glass for your ten days then? Because the tenth day would have been the thirtieth, which is a Sunday, which you would have ended it, and that you already said there's going to be no updates after November first, which is two days later. So cool that they did that. I mean, like again, some people are upset that you couldn't catch them. Um, to be fair, though, if 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 you bought sword and sh- sword or shield you can get as many horses as you want because you can make a new profile and you can run through and uh, yeah you gotta beat leon yeah which is all the more reason i should just be able to catch him just you know trade somebody for it they don't want their horse everybody wants a horse <laughs> everybody loves a horse I, did i play through this game do i have both or i think i have both horses I don't think I actually have both horses because I didn't actually finish that on my second game. I think I had to. I had to play through anyways because I needed another Urshifu, and then they get you a third yeah, time. I need to- you got to play through a third because you evolved the Kubfu into both Urshifus because you played twice. But then you don't have a Kubfu anymore. And you know yeah. what my issue is? I stopped at Galarian Articuno because I can still hear that daggone <laughs> yeah. bird, but I can't find it anywhere. You gotta go to the so, bottom of the mountain. So, Reggie's no re- I got no Reggie's. I got whatever yeah. else comes after that. Nope. We so will. This is the last. This is the last month before the new game comes out. Are we just marathoning all the Dynamax adventures for shinies? Is this our plan? <laughs> I mean, I've tried that before. <laughs> but the sad news is that the current version of Monster Hunter is so incredibly complicated that I spend like three hours on it a day and I still can't get through it. So I'm still monster huntering it up. We how how old is the Crown Tundra at this point? Almost two years. Almost two years, right? Yeah. Yeah. And and I I think I have caught maybe four legends in in Dynamax Adventure because my thought process was like, I already have these legends. I'll eventually shiny hunt them. And then I did a million Dynamax Adventures for one specific legend, which was Landorus, and then I, I didn't see any of the other ones, and I fi- eventually got Landorus, and then I, I there there are so many uncaught <laughs> legends. <laughs> I haven't even gotten Regigigas, which is like, I have all the Regis, I just gotta put them in my party and go to the, the, the den and have him pop up. I didn't have, I didn't have a Lucky or Draco yet. Like, I haven't done any of that stuff. Problem is, is that I keep thinking I want to play Pokemon Unite. <laughs> and then you play it and you go, why am I here? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. All right. Pokemon Go news. Uh, Dave, there's like two Halloween events. There's a Halloween event happening right now. So I guess we won't talk about that. Um, there's the Halloween Go event part two, 2022. Um, uh, this was uh, off Pokemon Go Live 
Com, October 19th. A Thursday, October 27th, from 10 a.m. to Tuesday, November 1st, to 10 a.m. local time. You will be able to get a Vulpix wearing a spooky festival costume, which then can evolve into a Ninetales wearing a spooky festival costume. A Gengar wearing a spooky festival costume. It's just a hat. Oh, for, for, for Vulpix, <laughs> it's just like a, a scarf. Is it spooky? Yeah, uh, if you close your eyes, it is. Pumpkaboo wearing a spooky festival costume, and then Gorgeist wearing a spooky festival costume. And those are, it looks like a, a bow, uh, or like a top hat. A bow and well. a hat. Bow and a hat and a bow and a hat. There's a, there's a Dracula-type collar for Vulpix. There's a witch's hat for Gengar. And then there's a tiny top hat and weird bow for Pumpkaboo and Gorgeist. Can I, okay. Going to complain here, as we haven't hit our complaint quota yet for the, the episode. Uh, okay, YouTube comments come for Captain Negativity here. Yes. Here, here exactly. it comes. Exactly. This, is a, this is the hot take, by the way. I totally get that Charizard is overrated. People love Charizard. Charizard. They put Charizard in everything. But there is more. That, there are multiple ghost-type Pokemon. A lot of them. Why is it always... Gengar is on so much merchandise. They got a Build-A-Bear Gengar over at Build-A-Bear. And you can stuff that Gengar up and then buy a $40 heart for him and then buy a $20 Varsity Pokemon jacket for that. There is... like, Go to Pokemon Center right now. Stop, pull over in your car. Crank, hey. crank it over to the side. Pull over safely. Open up your phone. Go to PokemonCenter.com. Click the Halloween section. There. It is 95% Gengar merchandise. The, uh, Good. There is just like very cool that Vulpix got so Vulpix ain't even a ghost Pokemon and it got a spooky costume. Cool. I'm I'm down with that. There are a lot of Vulpix lovers out there too. Gengar has so he's had like thirty costumes in Pogo. What what about what about Shuppet? I searched for Gengar in Pokemon Center and it says zero out of zero products. <laughs> Don't use the Pokemon Center search engine. It's bad. <laughs> Gengar is the OG. Yes, yeah, so it's Charizard. Honor. No, Charizard's not a ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm true. just saying, Gengar is the OG ghost. Yeah, that's yeah. Because Gen One had three first... ghost Pokemon. <laughs> uh, I went to the Halloween collection. There are zero out of zero products. You know. PokemonCenter.com is the greatest website Did you get banned again? (laughs) (laughs) Because if you try to shop for things, it says, no, you can't have that. You don't spend enough much, you don't spend enough money on their website, Greg, so you don't get the priority access. I tried. I, you know how it took me over 24 hours to buy a Rosalia jacket? (laughs) 24 hours. I would wager to bet there there that Gengar has been flying under the radar all these years, but this this boy has so much merch and so much f- being featured in, in multiple games and events that I, I think Gengar is giving Charizard a run for his money. Also, Gengar will only be available in raid battles. Uh, the Vulpix can be shiny. The Ninetales cannot be shiny. Um, I don't, although they didn't say if you could find a wild Ninetales. Uh, the Gengar can be shiny, and the Pumpkaboo can be shiny. Um, which is weird, because Pumpkaboo can't be shiny now? Uh, hold on, let me verify that. But Pumpkaboo will turn shiny 
it, it's okay for them to allow Pumpkaboo to be shiny. Yes, Pumpkaboo cannot be shiny now, but it will be shiny on Thursday. Yes, that's okay. They can. That's allowed. Uh, I'm already up to. I'm already up to eight Gengar products on the Halloween collection, and I'm not at past the first three rows. Yeah, there's a lot. But you know what's sweet is that Gengar T-shirt. Oh, we got to see so that on good. Friday night. That was looking it's so, good. It's so much better in person. <laughs> uh, there's two va- uh, paid time research tickets. I will just full disclosure. Niantic gave me the, both these tickets for free. So thanks, Niantic, for saving me $6, I guess. I would have bought them anyways. Uh, the first ticket for a dollar gets you timed research that will feature Yeah Mask. Uh, this was free for the LGM stuff. I don't know if you guys remember that, where it was like, catch one yeah, psychic, catch that. five psychic, catch ten yeah. psychic. You you have to pay a dollar for that now. Uh, for five dollars, you can purchase a ticket that gets you timed research for increased candy, additional Halloween-themed task, and an avatar item. The avatar item is the little Pumpkaboo lantern character pose, which is very cute. I will say, I, I do personally think I, I would have paid the $5 of my own money if Niantic didn't provide me a free ticket. Uh, it, it does require you to play the game, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, if you want an easy, like, $5 for an item, you you have to, like, walk two kilometers. You have to get, like, one excellent throw. You have to get, you have to, like, send, like, 14 gifts. You have to catch, you have to get, like, 10 curveballs. They don't have to be, like, in a row, but you, you uh, what I'm saying is you do have to actually play the game, uh, I did do it in about two hours of like heavily playing Pokemon Go. Like that's what I was. I was out playing Pokemon Go for two hours at at uh, Gold Medal Park. Just a heads up: these these are timed. So if you purchase the five dollar ticket and November first rolls around and it's ten o one a.m and you didn't finish it, it goes away, and you don't get the avatar item you paid for. Which, if I could say anything about these tickets, why do that? Well, I, I paid for it. <laughs> Even if it's like, catch 20 Pumpkaboo, and you de- like I have to wait a full year for 20 Pumpkaboo, that's fine. I paid for it. I'll wait the full year. It clearly wasn't important enough for me to finish now. <laughs> This is not a Niantic issue, though. There's tons of video games that do this, where it's mm-hmm. like you you pay for something. It's, it's bad every time. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it's like I I paid for um, it, and you whatever. I like it sucks. What's Pokemon Go all about? Should I get into that game? Uh yeah. I mean, there's no dating simulator like Pokemon Masters. But <laughs> well, I'm out. Sorry. But you could find a boyfriend in the real world through Pokemon Go because yeah, you get together but... in person for oh, days yeah, and yeah, meet yeah, so yeah, many yeah. nice people. I, I don't believe that actually happens. Plus, I'd have to take my wedding ring off. You need to watch more Hallmark, Hallmark movies. True. Hallmark I movies do. will give you faith in finding boyfriends through Pokemon Go When are you Go inviting again. me over for a marathon? When I move to a new house that's not a horror house of horrors. So next year. And you won't come because it'll be in St. Paul. I will come to St. Paul if I have a good reason to go to St. Paul. St. Paul's a weird city. Uh, get out of tell here. Tell me about get it. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, there will be special research. Uh, if you get the 7K eggs, uh, Yamask, Galarian Yamask, Phantom, Golette, and Noibat are in 7K eggs. Phantom and Golette cannot be shiny. 
Uh, Pikachu with a hat is returning. Uh, I believe this is the same Pikachu as last year. There was a question in our Slack whether, like, all Gen 1 Pokemon can be shiny in Pokemon Go now that the Kanto Tour happened. And I was like, I don't think that's true. Like, sometimes, they, like, when Charizard with a party hat was, like, available, he could be shiny. Um, and, like, when Neaton, when, when there was, like, a, the Women's Day event, which was, like, geez, like, four years ago, like, Needle Queen could be shiny in the wild. Um, but, like, right here on their graphic, they're like, Haunter cannot be shiny. Like, I don't know why we're still in this weird, like, well, and we said but, that because, like, the, there was an event, like, two weeks ago where they, they just decided to have just middle evolution spawn. And it was like, why are they spawning middle evolution Kanto Pokemon that can't be shiny? Like, just give me the base form that at least. But, but like, you can get a shiny Ghastly and evolve it into a shiny Haunter. So, technically, you can have a shiny Haunter in Pokemon Go. Yeah, but not. But any Haunter I see in the wild, there's zero point to tap on it because it can't be shiny. Unless I want Gengar candy, but I don't need Gengar candy because Gengar's been around since for five years. I'm swimming in Gengar candy. What if Haunter is your favorite Pokemon? You have a hundred percent reason to tap on that. I can't, I can't. Look at how many Roselias. Greg oh. like only keeps Roselias yeah. in his Pokemon Go. And in my home. Look, I'm lousy with them and I want more all the time. All you all you people who think you're a fan of your Pokemon, nah, you're not. I waited twenty four hours with the world's worst website to buy one jacket. <laughs> That is my commitment. Piplop is also coming back with a uh, costume, which I think was from last year. So I, I guess Turtwig and Chimchar did not get the memo. Uh, but they aren't cute enough. Piplop is cute enough. There is also a new avatar where you could be like a Dusclops. Um, that's in the store now. Lavender Lavender Town music is playing at night. It's been. F- Five years, I've still not heard this <laughs> Pokemon Go you remix. Can, they put it on YouTube. <laughs> I don't make play with the sound on. I You don't have to. Go to YouTube and look it up and just listen to it. It's really good. And I would like our listeners to understand that not only is Steve so obnoxious about not playing with the sound on, I he complains it. that I play yes. with the sound on. No, you on. only play with so, the sound on to annoy yeah. me. No. Yeah. So when we play together, I keep headphones in <laughs> so i can enjoy the sound and not have to hear complaints about it now no, we get lunch together I, and you'll keep your headphones in that I is not true don't agree better than that with steve on many things virtually nothing true but i do agree about the sound in pokemon go it should always be off <laughs> There's no reason. There's there's no reason to have the announcer on in Pokemon Unite, and there is no reason to have the sound on in Pokemon Go. I I would turn. Okay, I, I there there was there was one game that I would always play with the sound on, and that was that was Clash Royale. And one because you needed oh, you needed you, to hear only you needed to only for Hog Rider. Well, well, okay, two things. You needed to hear when certain units dropped because sometimes people would drop units underneath another unit, and it you couldn't see it, but you could hear it. Like, oh, I know for sure they played something. But secondly, you needed to hear the Hog Rider voice, which was like Hog Rider, Hog Rider, and and that I, in itself. Made me want to continue oh, playing yeah. Clash Royale. It was very and good. And then it got real bad. The thing about Pokemon Go Sound is it's it's been bad since day one. It is, uh, maybe because I'm, I am the actual boomer out of the three of us, 
Correct. That that sound is so ear piercing. The like the the like ching like open menu sound and like the do 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 and then when you're like it's all very jarring. I went into the settings of Pokemon Go and turned off all the sounds just in case I started it up with my si- phone not on silent <laughs> to ever avoid having those sounds ever play. I have a third question now that I'm thinking about okay. it. Okay. Will the raids that are coming next weekend drop the soundtrack for Sword and Shield? No. Of course not. The- <laughs> well, okay, here's the secret. that Somebody's going to make like a video in either five or ten years, and it's going to be titled The Secret of Pokemon Sword and Shield That Nobody Knew Until Now. They actually lost the rights to their own music. <laughs> that, that I would they not. I would accidentally not be signed away the rights to their own music to North Korea, and since North Korea doesn't believe in music for anyone, nobody can have it. The um, the Japanese Pokemon Twitter account tweeted a picture of vinyl covers like vinyl albums and one was scarlet and one was violet and i couldn't help but think that's tight but what about sword and shield music (laughs) (laughs) what's happening here (laughs) driftblum wearing a hat is also coming back in three star raids uh origin form giratina is coming on on thursday if you're listening to this on monday tuesday or wednesday giratina with the feet is available right now. Uh, may- <laughs> For all you feet fans, Caratina's got them. They got Cut a lot that of out. Them. Cut it out. Caratina with the feet right now. Uh, Mega Bonnet made its debut in raids, and man, Mega Bonnet is a cool Pokemon. And, and may- it's not a useful Pokemon by any means, but it is cool looking. Uh, the, the, I I usually gravitate towards derpy Pokemon. Personally, um, but Mega Bonnet hits that like cool design itch that I'm like very into. Like, I mean, two of its faces are kind of derpy. It's got multiple tongues coming out of them. Yeah, that's true. Like I, I played a lot with uh, Armor Armor Rouge Armor Rogue uh, when I played my hour session, and it it gave me like Bisharp feels, except it was a fire Pokemon. Uh, which like I, I don't I don't hate I don't have any problem with Armor Rouge. It's just like. I, I didn't feel like any connection. Like I and I'm sure there are tons of people that love that Pokemon or are very excited for that Pokemon. I'm very happy for those people. Just not my style of Pokemon. But uh it looked cool. It definitely had cool vibes. Uh the the final thing here is uh oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, boy. Here we go. Practice my Spanish. Hola, como estás? Muy bien. Ocho, gato. Uh <laughs> I can't do it. Die de Mertos? Mer- Mertos? Oh my god. Dia de los Muertos. Dia de de There's no los. Oh, well then Dia de Muertos. Yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. We got there together. We I mean, in English we say day of the have, day. We have talked about this day <laughs> for at least four years now, and we have gone over the pronunciation for at least four years. Hey, how do and you, s- you know <laughs> What's what's also funny, and I didn't make a comment of it a few weeks ago, okay. but I'm sure somebody else noticed where Steve said, 
Pokemon Go doesn't care about Mexico. And I was like, they specifically had a promotion that was Mexico only like two or three years ago. And they've done a Dia de Muertos event numerous times. See, si. Yeah, but that's not Brazil. I think I said South America. No, you said Mexico. Oh, okay. You literally said Pokemon yeah, yeah, Go does not care about Mexico. Yeah. Well, to be fair, the Pokemon company also doesn't care about Mexico and South America because they 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 all they never get distributions. They 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 didn't get the Volcanion Marshadow whatever. Oh dang! I have to uh... don't go to Ball America GameStop. They're already out. I checked. <laughs> How long does that? Le- and one of them's at Target. Yeah, but the Target one hasn't started yet. Target one starts on the thirtieth. Okay. De mer mer tw- mer I can't. I, what? How do you say the crown? Ch- ch- oh boy, <laughs> champ 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 chill crown. What are you talking about? The crown, the flower crown. It starts with a C. What what crown are you talking about? The crown. The, it's a flower here. crown. Well, go to this press release. Can you give me a link? I did. I did. I posted the link. I posted the link. Where did you? Oh, there it is. Okay, all right, all right. So it's named after what was it? Mums that are the the yeah. orange flowers. Sure. Sempasuchil. Oh, that sounded pretty accurate. I don't know. Sounded good to me. It's a flowering marigold. Marigolds. There you go. Which, 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 which. People keep saying there's going to be a regional version of Rosalia that's using these flowers. And I said, no, actually, a fan person made that already. And so Pokemon Company will never make that because the fan version is really cool and they're never going to touch it now. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, this is a holiday observed in Mexico. Other parts of America celebrates the lives and memories of fans. Wasn't there a movie on this? Yes, it's Coco. It's a brilliant movie. Yeah, I think I watched the first hour and then I don't know why. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> that's about right. I'm not a, like it, was that Disney? It's Pix Disney Pixar. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I just. Uh, somebody get me to a cultured podcast. Well, let me tell you about culture here, Greg. In the in an ancient Aztec tradition, it is said that the spirits of our loved ones never go away, but simply travel to a different world. And during a special time each year, they would return to our world. Ever since that, people celebrate DDM. Get uh, ready! <laughs> Get ready for this occasion. Setting the table. DDM, dance, dance, revolution. <laughs> setting the table with their favorite dishes of their ancestors, covering the streets with petals of uh, those flowers that I cannot say, and lighting Miracles. the candles and incense to enjoy a uh, joyful celebration of colors, music, flowers, and favors. There will be a duskull wearing the merry gold crown. Uh, it will also be able to evolve into a Dusclops and a Dusnoir wearing the crown. Um, during this event, which will last only two days, November 1st and November 2nd, um, and it's not even all day, it, it, it's literally less than 48 hours, this event is, uh, lore modules will last 90 minutes, uh, incense will last 90 minutes, and you will get twice the amount of catch candy uh, there will be a collection challenge, and at the end of the collection challenge, you will get an Alolan Marowak and a Poffin uh, if you complete it. Uh, Cubone, Chinchow, Sunkern, Roselia, Litwick, Swirlix will appear more frequently in the wild. All of those could be shiny. If you're lucky. It's my favorite. Uh, you event. can get 
Duskull, Drifloom, Yamask. Yeah, uh, the lure modules will attract Duskull, Houndoom. They are saying the Houndoom can be shiny. That's a set first stage Pokemon, second, I don't know, evolution Pokemon. Sunflora will also be attracted by incense and lore modules. Sunflora just randomly cannot be shiny, but no, really no reason, even though Sunkern can be shiny, and even though you're saying that Houndoom can be shiny, uh, you're just Sunflora can't be shiny, so uh, oh, sure, okay. Field research will include Cubone, Roselia, Litwick, Duskull, Houndoom, all of those can be shiny. Duskull will be in one-star raids. Dragonite, Sableye, Drudigan will be in three-star raids. Dragonite cannot be shiny, even though I, why not? We're literally having a community. Yeah, like why not make it shiny? We'll just get. We're like, literally having another community day for that pink dragon. Do you want more dollars? Because I, I assure you, people will spend dollars on Dragonite if it could be shiny, even though they shouldn't, because the community day is happening. But like, why? Just put the, just turn it on. Just cl- click the button. There will be avatar items in the store. Um. That when this happened, like last year, this it was worldwide as well, but like Mexico had like more features or something. I remember reading two press releases. Like if you were in Mexico, you would get this. And if you were outside of Mexico, you would get this. But it seems like everyone is getting the same thing this year, which is a, 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 a win for the world. Maybe not a win for Mexico, but maybe they wanted their special events to themselves. But uh, it seems like a good event, minus that it's not even 48 hours long, but. But also, I don't know, I already saw a bunch of YouTubers being like, this is going to be the rarest shiny ever. It's only going to be 20... Look, it'll come back next year. It'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, one of the rarest shinies ever was uh, the the Pikachu wearing the One Piece hat. But boy, all it took was a question mark unknown and people were offering me those (laughs) shiny Luffy Pikachus left and right. Don't underestimate the power of a non-shiny Pokemon. Unknown question mark was selling like hotcakes over at GoFest. Uh, that's um, last bit of Pokemon Go news. Sorry, there was there was quite a bit of Pokemon Go news. Um, they are just pumping out Halloween events. Uh, there is a global map refresh. Uh, they said it's been three years since our last map update. Oh, Niantic, we have noticed. Uh, yeah, we know. <laughs> The Pokemon Go map will undergo a visual refresh to more accurately reflect the real world and how it's changed since our last update. After this update, you will be be able to see local changes from recent years appear on the map. This may include the removal of old roads or the appearance of new buildings. Soon, different Pokemon will appear in even more places than before. In densely populated areas, this could mean you could see a different number of Pokemon as before, but they will be more spread out. You will also see Pokemon appearing in different locations for trainers who don't live in the city or, you know, if you live in an area that is rapidly expanding, this will also increase the number of Pokemon that appear overall. Thank you for playing Pokemon Go. Please be aware of your surroundings. Hey, can we talk? Did you guys look at Pokemon Go since the Halloween event? The map is tight. Like the like the they visually changed the map. The PSL map? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I look. I, I play Pokemon Go every day. Yes, I have looked at it. it it's it great. Looks like somebody ate some pea soup. It didn't agree with them, and it has come back out all over <laughs> society. I, you don't like the way it looks, Will? It's very I festive. Mean, it, it, it looks like fall. Yes. Yeah, I like it. I haven't opened that app since 
Community Day. Which one was that? That was not long Litwick. ago. Which Community Day did we do? <laughs> Litwick. Oh, Litwick. Litwick. Yeah, that was last fun. Saturday. Yeah, and then, uh, then Will and I got B-dubs. Greg had yeah, a- You stole my fries. Greg had a dinner appointment. He couldn't do B-dubs. I did. I almost went to like- Put new words to Marceline's song, like Steven, Why did you steal my fries? I did it. I ordered. I ordered the fries. I went to a lovely place and got a delicious burger. You could have had wings. Man, I really like wings. <laughs> we know. I got wings last night at the game center. The one, uh, the gosh, fantasy flight. It's not Fantasy Flight anymore. It's Game Center. The Game Center. Zenter. It's a Z. Oh, my. Don't ask. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's the world's worst name that has ever existed, and I hate it, but whatever. It's and they also keep changing go. the menu, and I'm like, that, please oh, stop. <laughs> Will, this literally yesterday went there, and this is what the guy at the cash register said to give you a hint of what my evening was like. Um, I don't know the answer to that. We're all new employees. There's only one person who's been here longer than anybody else because we've all been hired in the last week. Mm, sounds about right. And I about lost it. With the, it, it you rent board games, you sit down, you, you order some food. How complicated you of a job is that? You don't rent them. They're just there. <laughs> it was the ordering food that became increasingly difficult for whatever reason. And a person wanted a pitcher of water, and they literally had to search their entire area to find a pitcher to put water in. And I... Yeah, I'm starting a... What is that site where you do petitions? Change.org? Change.org. Please, Asmodee, buy... <laughs> buy Game Center back. Back from the, from the terrible owner of Fantasy Flight Games. Okay. Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we're going to include the 90-minute uh, session. Uh, this is a long one this week, folks. If, Sorry. If, if you're listening to the premium version, I'm probably not going to include that, because you already had it. <laughs> and that would and just, you're getting plenty already. That, we're at 48 minutes. That would just require you to like skip it. And so... You know, before, just one quick thing, and this is relevant to ad breaks and breaks and such and premium versions... Only one person noticed on one of the recent episodes that I produced and published that I put the song in reverse. Only one person commented, <laughs> which makes me think that people are just skipping the song completely. I don't. I literally played it backwards. I don't think I noticed. Oh my goodness! I didn't notice at all either. Uh. Oh, we need to take a break. We'll be right back. Uh, BRB. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website. You can engage with your audience. You can sell anything. They also they just released a new uh selling attachment for merchandise you can sell your products content you create and even your time greg yes life is full of lots of problems yes and problems require solutions 100 percent. so i have a problem in that 
I love yarn. Yep. I love yarn crafting. Mm-hmm. I think this should be well known for, for the folks who listen to our program. But yarn is very expensive, especially Absolutely. the really yeah. good yarn from yep. rare animals. I have recently discovered a YouTuber. I'm not going to mention their name because now they're going to be a competitor. Okay. That just does demonstrations and patterns of yarn crafting, and yarn companies send her free yarn to use. Expensive yarn. Okay, okay. And she has a website. I went to it, and I was like, this is an incredibly professional-looking website that you have your patterns listed, that people can buy the patterns through the site. They can see your videos about how to make the patterns. They can learn about yarn. They... And I was like, all I need to do is make my own website. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could literally copy everything yeah. that she has except you know, the patterns. I'll make it my own patterns. Yeah. I'll like do it in the opposite direction and say this is the masculine version yeah. or something like that. And the, I will get the free yarn. And you know what? Yeah. I can use Squarespace to do that. You absolutely can. You can get people to rate your patterns. You could sell your patterns with the new selling tools. There are so many possibilities with a Squarespace website. Galleries of your beautiful yarn that you're getting. You could post reviews and email your loyal followers when your newest rare yarn find review is up. Easily done with Squarespace. You can head over to Squarespace dot com slash pkmncst for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use our code pkmncst to save 10 percent off your first purchase of website or domain okay i was invited out to new york to play Scarlet and Violet early. I played a full hour. By the time that this is posted and published, the embargo should be lifted. Uh, so there should be a lot of coverage, actually, uh, about Scarlet and Violet. Um, I, I I was told that the UK offices had their own preview. So I'm sure from UK European content creators, that will go out. Uh, I know when I was there. There were other people in... I was told, like, Polygon, IGN, all of those people came through like they always do. But this was the first time that they invited more content creators. And they invited me. So, very flattering. Huge shout-out to Nintendo and to the Pokemon Company for doing that. For the record, just to be completely transparent, they did not pay for me to come out to New York. (laughs) Uh, I paid for myself. Was that worth the flight and hotel to play Scarlet and Violet early? I don't know yet. <laughs> I only got to play an hour. Um, uh, 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 initial reaction? No, that's not a cheap trip to play for a game for mm. an hour. I, mm. I think I think for me it's worth it in the perspective that I'm able to. I, it's worth it. I think because I'm able to give people perspective on what I played, and I think there's value there to our audience. Um, I think if Greg was just going to play it. And then come back and then not make any content about it. I'd be like, ah, oh, probably not worth it. So I think for the average person, probably not worth a day trip to New York. Hey, I would have seen a show, visited friends. I mean, I would have made it worth it. Well, and, and yeah, just to play the game, what, four weeks early? And not even the full game? Like five weeks early, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I will say that they, they told me that what I played was not the final version of the game. Uh, there was a point where the lettuce glitched through the table. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> very funny. And I was like, Wait, oh, okay. that that's unbelievable. Because I've known you for a decade, and you would never put lettuce on a sandwich. Correct. That's true. It was one of you, you will know, never be able to complete that portion of the game because you can't have <laughs> right vegetable no paper on your sandwich. Uh, we could get to the picnic park part. Uh, so I, I played for a full hour. They they ran through the whole embargo stuff of like what I can and cannot talk about. Um, so an an example would be like if a returning Pokemon showed up. Like, if I saw Cramorant in the wild, I wouldn't be able to tell you guys I saw Cramorant because Cramorant hasn't officially been shown. Um, so whether or not I saw Cramorant, I, I wouldn't be able to discuss it. So just disclosure there. I did see new Pokemon that have not been revealed. Um, I'm not allowed to talk about those, again, until they're officially revealed. They were very, they were things that I was not able to talk about. They also, when they showed the map of the world... They drew this like huge black line around it. It was almost like a PowerPoint presentation. And they're like, you can go anywhere within this black line. <laughs> and I was like, well, I've never played the game. So how would I know where that black line is in relation to the game? But they had like two, every state, there were four stations. Every station had two Nintendo reps or so, well, some stations had a Nintendo rep and a Pokemon rep. Um, just depends. Border guards, as you might call and them. And they were like, we will tell you if you are going <laughs> outside of the black line. Close. They were like, you have an hour to play. You can play however you want. They were like, we want you to experience a Titan battle. We want you to experience a gym battle. And we want you to experience a Team Star battle. You don't have to do that, though. If you, They were like, if you want to spend the hour catching LeChonk, we're not going to stop you. Uh, it's your hour. Do with it what you want. Um, and then there was also a, after the hour session, um, we took like a 10 minute break and then there was like a, a, a session where the four of us who were invited, well, I was, I was, the, there was three days. It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I was the last appointment on Wednesday, which was the last day. And then the four people in my set, the, the three other people in my session, we were doing, going to do a Terra raid battle together to experience that. So that's everything I've done. I'll hand it over to you two of like, now that we've seen all of this coverage of this game, we're a month away. What burning questions do you have? Do you know if there's a set gym order? Can we talk about that? They, who can we talk about that? They <laughs> told me that you can do the gyms in any order, which we know. <laughs> okay, okay, that doesn't help answer the question. <laughs> Well, you, you're not you're not required to do them in a certain order. If you can do them in any order, then right? Yeah, That's you an answer. You can you yeah, can do them in an order. Technically, you can go to any area in an MMO, but you'll die when you get there. Ah, uh, well, that's a different question. <laughs> yeah. Um. So the the gym they had us do was the grass gym. What what, what what's that dude's name? Uh, I can't ever remember his name. Brass Brassius. Brassius. Uh. So they had us do Brassius. Pretty sure it's Brassius. It's, it's something like that because it sounds like it could be Gracius, but it's not. Yeah, I guess what we can we can start with the gym stuff. Um, so there there are fast travel points around the map, uh, just like in Legends Arceus. You can they I I I will say and I should be clear here. Yeah, it's Brassius. We we all, the only version they had us play was Scarlet. They did not. None of the stations had Violet, so everyone is riding Coridon. I know. So we don't Ugh. even know it. Well, we don't even know if you're going to the past or anything. In the yeah, future, so, we don't know if there's if 
Brock has a rocket ship in this game. You got nothing. <laughs> We're left with pebbles and a giant tyrant. Right out of the gate, I started at my house on a Coridon, and they said that this is a special build. They also said my Coridon can fly, swim, climb, drive, and that Coridon would not have all of these things right out of the gate. But the, mm. the reason they gave that to me is obviously so I could traverse the world and have that experience. Did they give you a team to start with already? Yeah. Uh, so they, I had six Pokemon, all level 25. I had um, Satitan. I had Belly Bolt, so that was the first time I actually saw Belly Bolt before everyone. I can talk about that now. Um, I had Ferrigaraf. Uh, for, for, for for, for I had uh, Armor Rouge or Armor Rogue, however you say that. Um, and then what more? Uh, a Wiglet. I had a Wiglet. And then, gosh, I'm blanking on the last Pokemon. You should have taken notes. What's wrong with you? Uh, look, it was an hour and I had two people staring <laughs> at me. It was very stressful. <laughs> Uh, what I had people the person in a to do these things. I should have had another person, yeah, taking notes. What I didn't, didn't have I'm with assuming me, they didn't give you one of the starters because at that level they would have evolved. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. They, I, they, I had no starters. I'm looking. So I'm looking at the list of Pokemon I'm allowed to starters. talk about. We can't and even I'm... talk about the Evos yet. Yeah, no. Um, they, they, they gave me six Pokemon, all level twenty-five. Um, the. They also had uh, six of the same identical Pokemon in the PC, uh, which you could access anywhere, um, that were level 50, just in case some of the game reviewers thought the game was too hard. Because, you know, you, you only have an hour with the game. If you're getting if you're getting destroyed by wild LeChonk, like, you don't want to waste. There was actually an instance where my time was wasted by a strong Pokemon. Um Coridon could go anywhere and traverse pretty quickly. I would compare that very similar to Legends Arceus with like Weirdeer or Bravery or Basca Legion. It felt very, very much like the same speed. And I only say that because I think there was on our podcast, we had debate whether like the bike slash traversing in Sword and Shield felt slower or faster than Legends. I think Legends, the traversing the world felt much quicker than Sword and Shield stuff. But also like it was hard to say whether Legends has five set maps where I, I still don't know if like the crown tundra wild area is bigger or the same as like the first area of legends like that's kind of unclear does it like feel bigger because your bike is slower or you don't have flying i don't know hard to say moving around on Coridon Ka- felt very legends arceus in a good way but that that anyways that brings me to getting to the first gym uh, I'm assuming it's the first gym because it's the grass gym. I don't know. Most Pokemon are like, I don't know. Milo is the first gym in Sword and Shield. I guess they didn't explicitly say that the grass gym was the first gym, uh, but that's the one they had everyone do. Uh, and I think the the one thing that I found was interesting, and I'm starting to realize this after rewatching the trailers, is there's always like a silver building near the gym, at least in the the couple gyms we've seen in the trailers. So when I got to the gym, I went to the part that was the gym, like the little stadium, and you can stand on it and walk around it. And they were like, oh, in order to start the battle, you need to go into the building. And I was like, oh, it seems like in order to start the gym battles, you need to go into the silver building. And so you go in there, and then they talk about the gym leader, and then they talk about the like the gym challenge. And then that challenge is the Sun Florida stuff. So I think it's like catch... Or, like, find 10 Saflora that are hiding in the world. And they are hiding all around through town. There's actually more than 10. Because I, I guess that would 
if there was only exactly 10 and you wouldn't be able to find the last one, that would probably be annoying. But it was, you know, a relatively easy puzzle. So then you find the 10 and then the gym leader shows up and uh, then you start the battle. It was a little jarring, that battle, because I'm so used to, like, the the the, the chanting or the crowd music that oh, uh, yeah. Sword and Shield has. And when they terrestrialize, uh, there is, like, a pickup in music. Like, they do do the Sword and Shield thing where, like, when Nessa dynamaxes, like, th- like the ch- the crowd gets louder. When the terrestrialize happens, there is a, the, the song does kick up. Um, which was nice because before that I was like, ah, this music's just not as good as the Sword and Shield because I'm used to like the crowd cheering. So I I don't know if I could talk about all of their Pokemon, but I, in in the preview they 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 sent out Pseudo Widow, they terrestrialized Pseudo Widow. Um, he says the like true true Widow Widow or whatever. Gosh, I I again I'm like looking through the notes of what I'm allowed to say and not allowed to say. I asked if the levels scaled, which I think is a fair okay. question to ask them. I was yes. like, hey. If I skip Bra- Brassier, what's his name? Brassier. Brassius. 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 Brassier sounds like, very French. Think of it as like Gracias, but with a B. Brassius. Um, if I if I if I skip this guy and I, I do other gym leaders and I come back, is he gonna be the same or is he gonna be stronger? And it it made it seem like I I would not be happy with that answer. Ah. Uh but they would they would not really skip Give me they a straight would, answer on they that. They wouldn't say directly, but indirectly we can. Yeah, indirectly I felt like I was like reading the lines of like. Reading oh, between the lines? Reading, uh, yeah, well, I, I was reading lines, but I was probably reading between the lines of like, this dude is probably going to be the same. Which, like, I, I don't know what that means. Whether or not I'm like reading too much in between the lines of what they say, I don't. I don't know how if it let's just assume they do scale does that would that mean like Pokemon scale or parts of the map are restricted I kind of think of like the original Zelda on this the the Nintendo Entertainment System that Zelda the first one yeah where you could do any dungeon in any order it was just that the, the dungeon in the back of the map was so hard to get to because you only had like three hearts and you didn't have all these other weapons, and then you could do that dungeon if you were a gamer, a good gamer, and then you could come back and do like the first dungeon they recommend, and it would be pretty easy. But yeah, they they were not very clear on the level scaling thing. But I got the impression that like this dude is always going to be whatever level he is. He was around. I I think I'm allowed to say he's like he's like a lot around level twenty because your team is twenty. The the team they gave me is twenty five, mm. and that battle was like was was pretty easy um because i i mean like <laughs> they gave me a fire pokemon they gave me an ice pokemon and a grass pokemon so <laughs> i know how to i look i learned from hop i know how type weaknesses work yeah i don't again i don't know if like that's a turnoff to people like i think there's the i i guess i ask you guys that question there's that excitement that you can do the gym in any order but if like I mean, yeah, you can't. You can't. Right? Like, that's not really being able to do a gym in any order if they are at a set level. Like, I mean, I guess you could, in theory, but your gameplay experience would be super wonky. For that reason, like, if I go and I have all grass types, I go to the level 50 water gym and i somehow managed to get through and i gain all those levels 
Mm-hmm. Then going back means I am just steamrolling everything, which could be fun for people, but that is not, I don't think that's what people are thinking of when you can do the gyms in any order, right? Like, like you are thinking that they will match the difficulty and, and still hold a challenge no matter when you approach them. Yeah. But if they don't scale, then they don't hold a challenge whenever you approach them. I also like that also brings to mind another question of is it just eight gyms? Or uh, I, I I believe it's eight gyms. <laughs> I believe they said that. Okay. I don't <laughs> I didn't ask that question. Here's the here's the thing to think about though, because I, I, I did another I did another um I talked to somebody else who played the game there, right? Game explain. Um so I'm not sure when that's getting published. And we brought up uh, the conversation of, like, Pokemon difficulty. Um, not in relation to gym leaders, but we were just talking. They asked me if I thought this Pokemon game was going to be hard. I said, like, look, I've, I've seen people my age who have played Pokemon games since Red and Blue. I've seen them struggle through Pokemon games. Um, and then I brought up a very specific situation with my wife and how when she was playing Sword and Shield, she got stuck on Kabu. Um, which is the fire type gym leader in Sword and Shield. He has like, I think he has like, a, I believe he starts off with like a Vulp, uh, a Ninetales, and then I think he has an Arcanine, and then I believe he ends with Scorch or something like that. He has like three fire Pokemon. And uh, she lost to him three times. Uh, she just couldn't, she like, she had a Dreadnought. She had like pretty decent counters. She was the correct level. She lost to Kabu like three times. And then I was like, cool, why don't you battle Kabu? I want to watch you play. And what I was watching her do is like, the the nine tails would do like will o wisp and she would get burned and then she would go into her items she would do like use a full heal or whatever she would heal the burn and then the nine tails would will o wisp again and she would get burned and she would go into her items and then she would like heal it and it was eventually the burn was doing so much damage because you're only like what like level 25 or something for that she would like eventually like lose her dreadnought and like die and i was like and so after I watched how she played, I was like, okay, you're missing the pattern here. The pattern that Kabu is doing is if you're not burned, his his CPU logic is burn opponent. And if you are burned, then his logic is to like do something else. But if you're not burned, his like default is he's going to burn you. And there are certain Pokemon that it is totally okay for you to be burned. Like your Dreadnought is okay to be burned because your water type move is actually a special move. It's not a physical move. So like, it's really not that big of a deal. You're not going to, you're still going to have to like two shot him anyways. It's okay to be burned. And then once I pointed that out, she was able to beat him. All I had to be, all I had to do was like say, ignore being burned. It's okay that you're burned. And once she ignored it, she was able to beat Kabu. It wasn't until that conversation I had earlier with Game Explain where I was like, this is beneficial for those people. Even mm -hmm. if there is not scaling and you're stuck at Kabu's gym, you can't explore the rest of the wild area until you beat Kabu. Mm -hmm. And if you can't beat and, and I I've said this before on the podcast, and I've I and like Irene didn't lose to another gym leader. She only lost to Kabu, and she lost to Kabu four or five times. She didn't lose to Raihan. She didn't lose to Leon. She didn't lose to the Melon girl. Her name is Melon in Japanese. I can't remember what her English name is. Uh, Melanie. Um, <laughs> her Japanese name is Melon. Uh, she didn't lose to any of those people. She just lost to Kabu. So I would imagine that the, like, if you get to Grusha and you can't beat Grusha, you can still do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Like If Grusha is 40, I don't know. I didn't see Grusha in my preview. 
and you're 40 and you can't beat Grusha, or you're 38 and you can't beat Grusha, or you're 42 and you can't beat Grusha, you can just do something else. Um, and then come back and crush Grusha, no pun intended, when you want to. I, I, I agree with that point, but that's not the people that are... That's not the people that will be vocal and that, angry. That's not the people that will be vocal mm-hmm. and angry. Like, that's not... Those are, I don't know, maybe 40% of the playing audience, let's say. Um, which is fine. I but I think the issue that we are that we're looking at is there's an expectation set with open world and an expectation set by the marketing of you can do these storylines in any order that is not going to that at least what we know right now and what you're explaining is not tech is being met in spirit, sort of. Yeah, I mean I I think of a game like Elden Ring where um, it's weird to compare it to that, but like that game doesn't scale. If you want to go all the way into the the deserted red area, I don't remember what that area is called. And red dessert, red velvet cake. The red. If you want to go to the red velvet cake area of Elden Ring, like the game isn't going to look at your level and be like, "Oh man, they're they're still like level ten. We better scale the enemies down." Um, no, that you know everything over there is like level forty five, fifty, and then if you push even farther. There is even harder stuff. And there are some people that can go through that game and be like, I can do this. And there are some people that get there and they go, this is too hard. And they walk away. And yeah, there's there's like a, there is a certain order in Elden Ring. Like that game does have like, this is boss number one. This is boss number two. This is bo-. I think there's like seven of them before I've, before you get to like the final boss in Elden Ring. And they don't scale at all. Like you, yeah. you, like this, this dude's going to be like level 40. This dude's going to be level 50. This is going to be 60. I mean, but you, you yourself had the experience where you skipped the introductory area, went back and was like, I'm just breezing through this. I wish I knew this was here. Correct. Yes. Like, you are, you are a million you percent can't, right. You like, you can't say, yeah, that's, that's there. And it doesn't scale when you, ex- you yourself complained about that exact experience. I yeah. Mean, that is a common experience and it is going to be a disappointing experience. But I, th- I, I, yes, I'm not, I'm not trying to defend it. I just, I think the thing that I experienced with Elden Ring was there was so much to do that it wasn't that big of a deal that I missed that like starting area. Cause I, you're right. I blazed through it in like 10 minutes and I was like, if I wasn't the correct level, I would have probably been here for a full play session, like a full eight right. hours. Um, but I was like, oh, I went through it in 10 minutes. I kind of sucks that I missed this area, but there's also like a million more things for me to do. Yeah. I mean, the hope is that there will be a million more things to do in Pokemon. The problem is, is that most Pokemon games tend to feel very small when you compare them to an Elden Ring, uh, (laughs) Final Fantasy 14 that has multiple continents and huge dungeons. Like they tend to not feel that big. And one of my concerns is they're tacking in things like crafting to give you stuff to do to make you feel like you're doing more, um, knowing that things don't scale. I mean, my hope would be that they have some guidance that says, that kind of like generally directs you to like, hey, you should go to Brassius as your first gym. Maybe go, go over that way, kid. That's probably going to be your best start and not have it just be no information whatsoever. You're yeah. on your own wandering. Yeah. Right. You are in school, nice. right? Yeah, I would, did you get to go to the school at all? I was not allowed to go inside the school. 
Oh man, that was that was that was a hard rule of like the schools are here. Did you you're... get to meet the professor? I they wait wait wait, not... wait wait. Ooh, you just let it slip. You said the schools, so both schools are in the game. Uh you that I I don't know if I let that slip. I didn't actually see the school or schools. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm not I'm not sure. There okay. So there was the big city, and they said you can go to the big city. I can't remember what the big city's called. Um, let me look at Castelia. this. No, <laughs> New Castelia. Mesagosa. Mesagosa is the big city. They said you can go to Mesagosa, but if you go to Mesagosa, you cannot go inside any of the buildings inside Mesagosa. <laughs> uh, I did not go to Mesagosa, so I'm not actually sure there. Uh, okay. I think, I think we talked about the gym stuff enough. It was a pretty standard gym battle. It was, you know, it was, I, would, I would use the word traditional. It was very traditional to what you've already experienced in gym battles. Um, Brasius has his lines of dialogue. You do the little mini game beforehand. I'm sure that other gym leaders will have not fine Tensaflora mini game. Um, there is a cool photo opportunity at the end of that mini game where you can take a picture with all the Sinfloras. Uh, and throughout the entire preview, the Nintendo reps were very much like there's a lot of photo opportunities. There's a, there's a lot in the camera and the selfie mode and all that stuff and the filters and stuff. So they they were really playing that that photo stuff up. When I started my preview, uh, they did have the things highlighted on the map, like Will just suggested. It was like like Brassius was lit up as a thing to go to, and then it was the Titan battle, and then it was Team Star. And you have a marker like you do in Legends Arceus, and you can mark it on the map of like, this is where I want to go, and then your mini-map will show you the direction to go into. So... It was almost a combination of Sword and Shield and Legends. Legends letting you place the marker down. And then Sword and Shield having on the map the like flag. And like Sword and Shield being like, the flag is here. This is where you need to go. So it was it was like the best of both worlds. And I would I I personally liked the map and the marker stuff a lot in my preview. I did use it to navigate as quickly as possible so I wouldn't get lost. Um, and I like literally right off the bat, that game is so colorful and has so much vibrance compared to Legends Arceus. Uh, like the map was like super green and red and blue and yellow. And like uh, Legends is just like brown and brown and brown and like gray. Uh, yep. so, <laughs> like th- the controls were great. Uh, it did feel, it did feel like a combination of Sword and Shield and Legends again. Um, it didn't. I was so worried it was going to feel like Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. Like the bike in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl is bad. The movement felt very like sticky and brilliant. Like I remember like walking through caves in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl and felt like I was getting glued to like the walls. Everything felt great. Uh, the the Coridon felt very much like just a combination of Weird Deer, Braverary, uh, all of that stuff. Um, Coridon can climb like Sneasler. Uh, all that How stuff. How is the the battle style? Have they abandoned the Legends Arceus battle style? Oh, uh, yeah, it's not there. Uh, okay. I feel okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm out. Good night, everybody. It was fun. Wait, uh, I thought you guys hated the Legends Arceus battle style. No, the the battle style, the strong style, agile style. Yeah, yeah, that's not there. That's gone. Yeah, I thought you guys hated that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did not like it. It was mostly useless. The Um, the strong style, battle style, not there. How about the sneaking up and tossing behind? 
not there. See? Oh, no. I, I, I felt like I was negative about the gym stuff. I think the gym stuff is totally fine. I think it is, yeah, like I said, I think the best way I can describe the gym stuff is traditional. It is, it is you know, if you, if you liked it in Sword and Shield, if you liked it in X and Y, if you liked it in, well, <laughs> Sun and Moon was different. <laughs> if you liked it in Sword and Shield and X and Y, it felt like a very, of the one gym I played, it felt like a very traditional gym experience. And I want to say that my entire hour with this game went by so fast and I had a smile on my face the entire time and I absolutely loved playing it. But I couldn't help but think, because I know some people are like, you guys are negative. How, how dare you talk about level scaling? Um, I couldn't help but think what people would gravitate to and complain about. Like they didn't give me a hard answer on level scaling uh, I felt like I could read between the lines and I felt like people are going to complain about that, right? If that is true. When I saw that there was no way to peg a Pokemon in the back of the head with a Pokeball, like in Legends Arceus, my first thought process was, I can already see all the reviews saying, why did you take a step backwards? Yeah. Um, in the same breath, there were people who did not like that in Legends Arceus. Mm-hmm. When I noticed that was gone and I was like, hey, can I talk about that? And they were like, yeah, I I, I don't <laughs> even if I wanted to defend that decision, I don't know how to defend that decision if I wanted to, because at this in this in this <laughs> at the same instance, if you didn't like that in Legends Arceus, you could still just run into the Pokemon yeah. and have a battle. Mm-hmm. And that's not there. Like there, if you watch the recent 14 minute trailer, they show uh, a character running with a giraffe rig and they run into a venonat. And that battle, running into that battle, was very seamless. And that is how it is. That there was no cut in that trailer. That trailer was exactly giving you what the game did. And it's funny because I was uh, reviewing that trailer earlier this week on my Twitch, and I was like, I don't know if there's a cut there. And chat was like, Yeah, it looks cut. Or some chat was like, it doesn't look cut. I knew that it wasn't cut because I played it. I just couldn't say anything. But yeah, it like running into, um, like I ran into a Lechonk and it was very seamless, right? Like the battle, there was no like, like black screen. Like, like you go right into the battle, like exactly like Legends Arceus almost. Like I would have to like, like boot up Legends Arceus and run into like an Ursa Ring, but exactly like that where like, the two Pokemon stance, the battle is start, you pick your move, they pick their move. Um, the only difference from Legends is you cannot move your character around, but you can still move the camera around, which I think is fine because like in Legends, you could take damage and get hurt. That's mm-hmm. not here in this game. Like you, you can't get like hyper beamed by an artillery. Um, there is no... That that's another change, right? Like you, we've played Legends for the last year, not the last, well, almost a year, and you're just kind of like, oh yeah, this game you can take damage in. Um, that's not here in Scarlet and Violet. But yeah, I I I would be lying if I I said that it was it felt so great and it felt so fluid to see like a horde of Pikachu and just whip four Pokeballs and catch four Pikachu almost instantly, and for me to go into a battle. Weaken the Lechonk, throw the Pokeball, catch the Lechonk, and I just couldn't help but think, in this time frame, I could have caught five or six Pokemon in Legends Arceus. 
Uh, so the the word you'll probably hear a lot in my preview is a lot of this is very traditional. So you do have to you have to start the battle, make whatever mechanic to catch. Yes, you can't. There's just no way. Not even straight up to their face throwing just tossing a ball you have to go into the battle mode and then do catch from there okay yeah you have to run into them or they will run into you um or if you throw your pokeball to activate the let's go feature and the pokeball hits that pokemon it will start the battle mm. um mm. if you if you throw the pokeball before the pokemon your pokemon will sit there and then you can be like hey go attack it and then it will like move forward to attack it that is similar to Legends, where like you could throw your Pokeball at a rock, it'll start like getting the materials from the rock, and then you could like keep moving. Um, so yeah, you could like there was a group of Wiglet. I threw my Wiglet out. My Wiglet was like battling their Wiglet, and then I started walking away, and then eventually my Wiglet caught up with me. Did you get to do like the Let's Go thing, or is that how the Let's Go? thing work yeah i used the let's go thing a lot that was something they wanted me to do like right away um the nintendo rep was like use your let's go thing and it was it was a bit confusing at first because it's like two different buttons and i don't remember what the buttons were off the bat i think it was like r2 to throw it i could be wrong so but then it was like it would come out because like when you throw a pokemon out it just follows you and you can see that in like the 14 minute trailer like um like if you like uh, I, I, I had Ferrigarath, right? So, like, I threw Ferrigarath out, and I was like, I love her. Like, she's, like, super tall, and I'm, like, walking around, and she's, like, following me. And then you ha- your character has to, like, look in that direction, and then you hit, like, R1, and there's, like, a little red cursor that appears. And if you're close enough, that's the problem. Not a problem. That's, like, the thing that was confusing because if you're too far, it doesn't do anything. But if you're close enough to, like, the Wiglet and you hit R1, then the cursor appears and then the Ferrigarath will run towards it and start battling them. I know there was, like, the worry of, like, what if it finds a shiny Pokemon? Well, you have to tell it. You have to say, like, R1, go battle. Also, you, can't, you have to, like, be pretty close. Like, you have to see it. There would be no way where you'd be looking in a direction and be like, Oh, there's a shiny Pokemon. Like you, you'd see it, and then you'd have to press the button. Like I, I, I don't know how to stop it. I actually don't know if there's a way to stop the Let's Go feature because every time I used it, it was always in a group of like two to three Pokemon, and I would press it, and then the the Rig or the Belly Bolt or whatever was following me would just go in there and start messing them up. And I, I don't know if there's a way to say like, hey, stop attacking, but they they would can they would do that until that group was gone, and then they would come back to you. Um, Man, it's vicious. And it probably went really, really fast because a lot of the Pokemon I were battling were like level six, seven, eight, and my Farigra, mm-hmm. uh, my whole team was twenty five. Uh, but if you, but I can confirm, and you can also see it in the fourteen minute trailer that they gave out like two weeks ago, that your Pokemon does take damage from the wild Pokemon. Um, so like my like my Farigraph was taking damage even though they were like level six. So I don't know I don't know how I feel about the let's go feature like for grinding purposes or getting materials like obviously that's what you would use <laughs> because it was way quicker to knock out 3 lechonks than to battle one lechonk. I don't know if like the ranged thing that I experienced was because it was an early preview or because like I don't know. It it just seemed like 
you have to be relatively close to start the Let's Go. And because in my experience of what I saw, a lot of Pokemon were in groups of like two and three. By the time you were walking away, they were like done. So it wasn't like, oh, here's a group of like 10 Pokemon. Go battle this. As you're battling this, I'm like headed to the gym. And like it just they finished it so fast that it that. Mm. But maybe that's a good thing because I'm I'm thinking in Legends Arceus, like you throw it at the rock. They're done. By the time they come back, you're throwing it at a tree. They're done. By the time you come back, you're throwing it under the rock. Like, so I think that's probably a good thing. It's just in that preview, I was like so kind of rushed that I didn't really have a real opportunity to like do it. I just like tried it and tested it and then tried it and tested it again. There was a lot of times too where I had like a like I went to like I'm trying to like figure out how to like command the the Wiglet and then an, a Pokemon would just like run into me and it would stop that interaction because now I'm in a battle with like uh d- d- a, a whatever ran into me Lechonk. I'm just gonna use Lechonk as <laughs> so it's like oh well now I can't use the Let's Go because um. Like, this wild Lechonk just hogged itself into me, and now I gotta battle you. Because you're in the middle of a battle, yeah. Yeah. And again, if 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 you just throw the Let's Go at a Pokemon, and you're close enough, the Pokeball just bounces off the Pokemon, and the battle starts right away. Mm. Mm. I don't know if there's, like, a backstab. Um, a backstab is a mechanic in games where if you hit a... It's in Legends, where if you hit a Pokemon from behind, you have, like, a distinct advantage. Um, it's in like Bravely Default and Elden Ring. It's in about a bunch of games. I I don't know if if that's like a thing in this game. I I didn't think about it until now of whether I should test that or not. But yeah, I think I did test prop uh, that I guarantee that no one else will have coverage on because I was the last appointment and I was told by the Nintendo rep that no one has tried this this entire week. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> and I tried it and it worked. So here's here's the here's the hot take the takeaway. I spun my character in a circle really fast, and uh, it worked. Like my oh, character, my character stayed twirling, and then once I hit a certain point of spinning, I could slow down and increase the twirl while I was in it, which makes me think this is again. I did not see this Pokemon. If I did see this Pokemon, I wouldn't be allowed to talk about it. I have no clue if Milcery is in the game. Hmm. it's not on the preview list we haven't seen it in trailers if i did see it i wouldn't be allowed to tell you i'm going to be very clear i have no clue if milsery is in the game but the way i was able to control the spin of my character which they were like no one's tried this all weekend and i was like really like it was in x and y it was in sun and moon it was in sword and shield it made me seem like milsery is coming back because i could control how fast or slow the spin was which I think was a thing in Sword and Shield with like Milsery needs to be like spun this way or this way in order to like turn it into Alcremy. Again, no clue. I was just very happy that the spinning was back. It was very it was very cute that the Nintendo rep was like, literally no one has tried to spin this entire time. You're the first one that's tried to spin. <laughs> so the spinning is there. Uh, but then it does not end with the Charizard thing. The like, uh, I think this is the Charizard thing, but like... The Charizard. Well, you have to stick your hand up in the air and your face down. Yes. Yeah, the, the the it did not end with the Charizard Kachow. The Leon pose. The Le- yes, it did not end with the Leon pose. Ended with a new pose, and that secret character is no. They they ended with no pose, no pose. Just the spinning stopped. Oh, because it's, the game's not finished yet. That yeah, the game's not finished. When yet, they finish so... it, they will put yeah, the they'll, final they'll pose be a pose. In. There is um. 
I, I felt like I struggled with the controls because the controls were not the same as Legends, but were not the same as Sword and Shield. So again, this company has no clue what they're doing with controls. Uh, like, just <laughs> how did they? You press the plus button to get on and off Coridon, which is the same as which is the same the bike and and that. But like, uh, there was like I think you could make Coridon sprint by pressing L three, um, which I think. If you wanted to make weirdier sprint, you just press the B button. L3 is you press down on the, the, joystick. On the joystick. Yeah. That's so awkward. It no, is. it's the same as in like Call of Duty or Apex if you want to sprint. Doesn't make it good. Doesn't make it less awkward. <laughs> if you play first person shooters, it's the natural sprint button, I believe. Usually in first person shooters. First person shooters. I don't know that there's a huge crossover between Pokemon <laughs> players and first person shooter Usually, players. Usually, if I recall correctly, in Apex Legends, uh, one joystick is sprint and then the other joystick is crouch. Or if you had a sniper, that joystick, if you pushed in, would be like the zoom lens on the sniper. Anyways, um, uh, I, that, I did ask that, right? Like, I was on Coridon, and I was like, can I make Coridon go faster? And they were like, yes, <laughs> and then they had to look it up, because I guess that wasn't a frequent question either. Um, and then they looked it up, and they were like, L3, and I pressed L3, and then I went zoomy. I went very fast. It reminded me of, like, the Tauros speed boost in Sun and Moon, where it was kind of had, like, the wind animation to it, like, oh, you're going much faster. It did feel faster. It did. Sure. Your character has like this weird slide. Um, you can actually see it in the trailer, um, in the 14 minute trailer. It's funny because I, I watched the trailer and then I went to go play the game and then I rewatched the trailer after playing the game. And the biggest takeaway I can give people is the trailer is not hiding anything. It is like if you see something in the trailer, that is what it is. Like it's and it's it's such it's it's. You know, you watch that trailer for the first time and you're like, oh, like, what are they not including? What are they cutting? Like, what's what's missing from this? But then you like think like everything's so much easier in hindsight or better. What, what's the word like expression? Everything, everything's more obvious in hindsight. Like when you go back and you watch Legends trailers, you're like this. They advertised it exactly. And you go back and you watch BDP, BS, BDSP stuff. Well, Almost said a different. You go back and you watch BDSP stuff, and you're like, they they advertised it correctly. Like what you saw is what you got, and that's probably my biggest takeaway: is go back and watch that 14 minute trailer. They are not false advertising mm. anything, and there and are. And the phrase you're looking for is hindsight is 2020. Oh, okay. yes. The it's funny because we ragged on the TM machine uh, earlier this week, and I already played the game at that point. And the TM machine is exactly what you think it is. So if anyone is like, well, we don't know what it is. It could be better. (laughs) It is exactly what it is. There is no secrets to it. It is you battle these wild Pokemon with the let's go method. Those Pokemon will drop things. You will go to the machine and you will cash it in. Um, I was told by the Nintendo rep that league points were rare and not to spend them on Pokeballs, which you could do. And you need league points to make TMs. Now, I don't know how rare Nintendo considers are rare. Because uh, I'm sure Nintendo considered Watts to be rare or something. And Watts were pretty easy to get. But they gave... uh, like I had like 
500,000 league points, right? Like they, they pretty much gave me like max currency in the game. And I went to buy Pokeballs with league points because I just wanted to try it. And they were like, oh, league points are really rare. And I was like, okay, well, I just want to buy 10 Pokeballs to see if I get a Premier Ball. And I, I did. For the record, confirmed 10 Pokeballs Confirm, gets Premier you balls. a Premier Ball. That did work. When do you get Luxury Ball? There were, the only thing I could buy was Pokeballs and like Potion. It was like the standard stuff. Why did you even go to New York? You have no answers. For <sighs> I'm sorry. No luxury, man. But yeah, you need league points. You need uh, whatever things they drop. Um, from my experience with the game, which was very limited, it was only an hour. It like I knocked out three Wiglets. I don't remember what Wiglets dropped. I did not get three things in return. Like I got like two. Which Beast tears. is zero surprising in what game that requires crafting and requires you to knock out Pokemon re- gives you a hundred percent drop rate. It's just it, like I would be surprised if I knocked out three Wiglets and I got three things every time. Um, yeah, that that's the TM machine. There is no more secrets to the TM machine. You can find TMs on the ground. Um, like right next to the grass gym, there was an item on the ground. I picked it up. It was a TM. You can you get a TM for defeating the gym leader still, so I don't. I'm sorry, I don't remember what TM I got. He gives you a TM when you defeat him, so same thing. Your Pokemon can find TMs, which I think is just instead of me picking it up, I can throw my Pokemon and he picks it up, just like in Legends. The trailer slash press release said that TMs open up when you progress through the game, which I'm assuming is beating Team Star or beating the gym leaders or going through the gym challenge. I still personally have the complaint where in an old pokemon game i would find protect protect is almost always on every single pokemon in a competitive double battle so i don't know what pokemon i need to knock out to get more protects maybe it is super easy in my hour of playing and knocking out quite a few pokemon with the let's go feature i did not have nearly enough resources to make i could only make one tm in an hour well, it might get easier as the game goes on. Pro- yeah, probably. It could. Uh, but yeah, in an hour of playing using Let's Go, I could only make one TM that was like relevant to what I needed. Like I, I could I could have made like Charm, I think, right off the gate or something. But I don't know if I, I didn't look very deep in my bag to see if I even had materials to begin with. It's, every game was like refreshed at the start, obviously. But yeah, I, I still think in a world... In a real world where we've had Generation 5, Black 2, White 2, XY, Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon, Silver Sword and Shield, where TMs were unlimited, to take that away for crafting, I don't think is the best solution. And I'm not against crafting. I think crafting is fine. But I don't think crafting was applied to the wrong thing in this game because most players don't need six protects so they're not going to grind that out but the the competitive players do need they need more than six they probably need like 50 protects because they're going to change their team every single season and protect is the thing that you need a lot of um and again the example of maybe i want to switch out volt switch for thunderbolt okay i don't know i have no clue um, I don't know if certain Pokemon spawn on certain days. I don't know if certain Pokemon only spawn in certain weather conditions. I don't know. But, you know, if it's the night before the tournament and you need Belly Bolt guts and Belly Bolt only spawns on Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's a Friday, like that just is such an inconvenience to change your clock 
to knock out Belly Bolt, to then buy the correct TM, and that doesn't benefit the person who is probably using the TM machine the most, which is your competitive players. For somebody who is just going through and enjoying the game, I'm sure it's enough. I'm sure it's fine. Oh, I will not use any TMs, so yes, that's fine. <laughs> I rarely do. Exactly. Um, but yeah, the TM machine is exactly what they advertised it as. Um, I don't think there's any secrets they're hiding for that. It is really cool, though. It is It is. It is cool that, um, I will say, like it'll show your six Pokemon. You can go through the TM machine. It'll show if you already have the materials or not right off the bat, right? It'll say, like, craftable underneath it. So I think one of the TMs I crafted was um, Nightshade. Um, I don't remember what I knocked out to get night. I think I knocked out like a Murkrow actually. Oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say Murkrow. Hold on. Yes. Okay. Murkrow has been confirmed. All right. I knocked out a Murkrow. <laughs> Woo! I was really worried. Uh, I knocked- <laughs> really reading that press release. Uh, I, so I knocked out Murkrows and I think Murkrows let me na- make nightshade. Uh, um, so that, that was like pulling cool. up that cerebi list of things that have been shown no i'm looking at the 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 do not this like confidential list that they said you're allowed to talk about these specific pokemon so murkrow's allowed um uh yeah so uh, it, it was cool to see and it shows craftable and stuff what i want to before i forget the thing that nintendo kept saying they were like really proud of this and i when i was talking to the guy from game explain they he also said he had a similar experience they were really proud that there was a if if you highlighted any pokemon and you hit the y button that pokemon would jump to the top of your party so in sword and shield if you wanted to move a pokemon to the top of your party you would hit y and then you would go up and then you would hit y again and it would flip the two spots Switch. Well, yeah, that's that's been common for moving Pokemon for a long time. Yeah. So if you went to the fifth Pokemon in your party, if you went to Cerule, uh, not Cerulege, um, if you went to Armor Rouge, and then you hit Y, it would just jump to the front of your party. And they they were very proud of that, and they they mentioned it like three times in the hour of like how convenient this was. And the first time they mentioned it, I was like, yeah, that's nice. And then I forgot about it, and I was moving Pokemon around, and they reminded me. And they were like, it's really convenient. You just press Y. And I was like, okay, cool. And then I got to the Team Flare battle. And I had... Team Star. Sorry. Team Star. (laughs) (laughs) I got to the Team Star (laughs) battle. I remembered that time. And then I like, I moved because I'm dumb. And I I was like, oh, I need to move. I need to move the weakness. And I moved uh, the Titan to the front because I was like, oh, whales are water Pokemon. Not remembering that actually Satitan is ice and mm-hmm. Team Star's Pokemon are fire. But I think that's a good transition into Team Star because they wanted me to do Team Star. Okay, and, yeah, first question. Okay. And you can, if you have to, just blink once for yes, twice for no. Is the car a Pokemon? <laughs> okay. I am not allowed to talk about the car. Wow. Why? It's in the trailer. Yes. Uh, I can say that I fought Mela, and Mela sends out a Torkoal, and I battled the Torkoal. Yeah, and, we saw that in the trailer. And okay, I'm not okay. allowed to say what happens after the Torkoal is battled. Oh, boy. Oh. oh, boy. Why are we even doing this? 
I, well, hang up. We're done. Let's right. go back to work. Exactly. I'd, I'd rather be doing my job right now. Correct. Uh, I will say, though, that the, the team Flair... Gosh, I did it again because they're fire. So I keep thinking Flair. The team star battle was all Let's Go. There was not an option to not be in Let's Go mode. Um, but you could send out three Pokemon, which you can see in the 14-minute trailer, by the way. I did not notice this the first time, but when I went back and I watched it, you can see that they do the same thing that I did. So again, I'm telling you, if you have questions or you're unsure, just watch that trailer again. That There's no, there's no lies in that trailer. It is so clear of what this game is in that trailer. So I sent out Titan. Uh, Armor Rouge and I think Wiglet. Those are my three because they're the first three in your party uh, that it will pick. And once you go through that gate for Team Star, it locks it like a trial. So I would actually say like the Team Star stuff felt very Alola to me where like you're going through the gate, the gate is locking behind you and now you're locked in with the the first three Pokemon you want. And all of the Pokemon there were, like, fire Pokemon. There was, like, Growlithe and Hound... I think Houndours, but Growlithe, Houndours. There was, like, that new Pokemon that people saw in the trailer, um, which they haven't revealed yet, so I can't talk about it. But that, that Pokemon existed there. And you would, you would you have to knock out 30 in 10 minutes. And the 10 minutes is, like, super generous, right? Um, but it's pretty much... You throw your Pokemon out and they battle. I will say that even though my Sid Titan was a higher level than what that task mm-hmm. required of me, my Sid Titan took so much damage. Um, and it's because it was ice. So that was like really cool to see. And I hope, I don't know if other previews are going to talk about that, but like Armor Rouge was one of my other Pokemon, took barely any damage. It's mm-hmm. a fire Pokemon, it resists or the like, fire against fire, right? Um, so I would I would assume if there are future Team Star battles, they didn't say. I mean, we're just guessing that like this is not the only time you're going to battle Team Star, right? That it at least seems like to me the your type combination matters. Uh, and I'm actually really glad I messed up and I forgot that Satitan was ice. I, again, I thought Satitan was water because he's a whale. Um, I'm glad I brought Satitan because it was really cool to see how much more damage Satitan was taking because it was weak. Uh, they have like vending machines like scattered in the zone and you could just go up to the vending machine to heal so i don't actually know what happens if your pokemon faints but my Titan got down to like 2 hp or whatever and i went to the vending machine i healed i went back and i finished it i don't know what the punishment is if like your pokemon like if you have to start the if like the time goes down faster or you have to start over i should have failed that for to like report um, mm. but I didn't. So I'm not, I, I, I enjoyed the team star stuff a lot. Honestly, the team star stuff. I know I'm, I, again, I can't tell you what happens after Torkoal. It, it was the, probably the highlight of the whole thing. So wait, do you battle, you have to like defeat 30 Pokemon and then you battle Mela? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, you defeat 30 Pokemon and then um, you battle Mela. It does heal you in between that fight, which I was th- I was actively thinking about because I know that was a thing in um, like Sword and Shield where, you know, in between the Elite Four, not the Elite Four, the Champion Cup, they like heal you every time. And I remember people like complaining about that. But also those are the same people who like beat all the like trainers in a gym and then like leave real quick to heal before like Brock. Like we all did that. Uh, but yeah, it does 
like my Titan was weak again. Um, I think I battled like 18 out of 30, and then I went to the vending machine, and then I battled another 12, and I saw my Titan was back in red, and obviously Titan went out first against Mela, and my Titan had full health. So I know for sure that like you get fully because once you do the third, once you hit that 30th, like the timer like stops, and then Mela shows up. Um, like there's no like you don't have to like walk to her or anything. It's mm. like once the 30 are done, the Mela fight starts. So yeah, I so the Team Star stuff was like kind of relatively short because like again it was very much like a, a trial in a low low. Like once you go in, it starts and then you can't leave and then you finish it and then stuff happens. Um, the other thing they really wanted me to do was the Titan battle, mm-hmm. and the Titan did not have a level at all. And I asked, I was like hey, they didn't show level in the trailer, and I see right here that the... what What, what is that crab's name? Uh, Cloth. Cloth doesn't Cloth. have a level here. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, do all the Titans not have levels? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was like, there's another question I should be asking? I don't know what that question is. I'm like more... I'm like more confused. <laughs> I I don't know what to do with this information. So I battled Cloth, right? It was on the map. Like, Arvin calls you, like, when you get close to Cloth, and he, like, I don't even know what he said. Like, I went through all the dialogue really fast, because I was like, Mm -hmm. I I only got an hour. I'll read you when I'm actually playing the game. Like, Arvin calls you when you get close to... Or you won't. You get close to Cloth. Cloth jumps down, and you battle Cloth. And it doesn't have a level. My Pokemon are, like, level 25. Um, I, I think for me, I had to like use like four turns, right? It was like 15%, 20%. Uh, like I wasn't one shotting cloth. I, I don't think I, I think I had a, a wiglet. I think cloth is rock. Wiglet would probably be it. But like wiglet was like so weak anyways, even with the super effective stuff. Um, cloth got down to like 10 HP and then he like ran away. Like, the battle wasn't over. He, like, got down to 10 HP, and then he ran, and then the Nintendo mm. rep was like, do not follow him. And I was like, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. So it was, like, weird, because they, like, let me see all of the Mela stuff, but then they were like, don't talk about it. And then with the cloth, they were like, battle cloth, and then it ran away. Like, it ran, like, around and down a mountain, where it was, like, an obvious path you would, like, follow down. Oh, it went beyond the black line. And they were like, do That's not follow it. it. Yeah, across the border. Um, what I will say is I couldn't move the camera at all in cloth, um, which was weird because oh. I was like moving the camera around in like the Murkrows and the Wiglets and the Belly Bolts. But the cl- uh, whatever moves cloth did, they had really cool animations, like animations mm. I've never seen before. Um, and I don't know if that was just because cloth had a new move and I'm like, I, again, like a lot happened in that hour went by really fast. The, like, I, I just remember being like, whoa, I've never seen that move before. And it like, I put two and two together. It was like, um, the move like came from behind my Pokemon. It was almost like a huge claw came behind my Pokemon. And if I, if the camera wasn't locked, it wouldn't have looked as cool as that did. Like it mm. only worked because of the angle of the battle. And I was like, wow, kind that's like really, Phantom really cool. Phantom Forest or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 
but it was it like kind of like used the whole screen in a way that I've never really seen done before um, from a Pokemon move. So again, I don't know if that's just like, oh, this one move is really cool because it's cloth signature move. Or I don't know if they're trying to make like the Titan battles. I don't know if they're like trying to make them like more. It's like hard to say, right? Because like I have the Mela fight and I think the Mela fight was fantastic and really great. And then I had the gym leader fight. The Mela fight felt great in the term of like totem Pokemon. And the gym leader fight felt great in the terms of like traditional gym leader fights. And then the Titan fight almost felt like. Like a raid fight, but more. Like one on one, like not four people there. It really it like it, it did feel a little bit more like. I don't know, epic or something like mm. like where it, when you're four versus one, it feels like you have the obvious advantage because there's four of you. So I don't know. So that's why when I, I started off saying like, oh, the gym leader stuff might not be like that exciting to people, because, again, I'm I'm just reading between the lines of the there's no level scaling. They they wouldn't really confirm or deny that with me, um, but they pretty much kind of did. <laughs> but that's why I'm like. I'm okay with everything else because like it seems to me that the gym stuff is traditional and I'm sorry I keep using that word but like that's the best I can relate it to and everything else seems like something new that like if you're upset about the gym stuff it's okay because the Titan stuff and the team star stuff seems better than but also comparable to what a gym thing might be. So I think that's where they're really trying to go with like the three routes is like the gyms. I th- I think this is my opinion. I think the gym stuff is traditional to capture those people that just want that red and blue, that yellow, that crystal, that gold and silver experience. I think they know what they're doing in that instance. And because they were so unclear about the Titan stuff to me when I was like, why does that Titan not have a level? Like, how do I know if I'm stronger or weaker to it? And they were like, yeah, the Titans don't have a level. I wonder if that is what's scaling. Yeah, oh, that's, I'm suspicious yeah, that for that. Yeah. yeah. So I think they're... Uh, and now I kind of regret starting this whole conversation off with the gym stuff because I feel like people would have got bummed from that conversation. And I hope I'm right on the Titan where the Titan is the stuff that is scaling to you. I'm not mm. sure, though. It could just be like... Dynamax raids where like it's actually level 25 because it's a two star but they're never going to show it to you and like the five stars are actually 65 but they're never going to show it to you I'm not sure um, but again their their obscureness around the titan level and them confirming titans don't have levels makes it seem like they're trying to please old players that just want a traditional gym experience and they're trying to do something with the open world stuff um, in the sense of like team star, which again, I'm assuming that <laughs> I'm assuming that that's not the only time you see Mela, right? Uh, <laughs> well, and I'm assuming there are more cloths that aren't cloths. I'm assuming there are more Titan Pokemon around there. And my guess would be that they are blocking areas that you cannot go to until you defeat them. Um, that would make mm, sense. Yeah. Did they let you do a raid battle at all, or was that off the? Yeah. Off the so they they took they told us to take a uh like a ten minute break, and then we did a raid battle with four of us. 
Um, and I, 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 I'm still like, I don't know how to describe it. Except, <laughs> you know how I can describe it? Go back and watch that trailer. It is exactly what they advertised. What was interesting to me is not specifically the raid battle, but how Nintendo framed it. They were really excited about it. And it was the first time ever I, I felt like a Nintendo rep was talking negatively about a feature in a game. They were like, the old, they, they, they pretty much said, they said it in the Nintendo way, that the, they didn't like the old raid battle because it didn't actually feel like people were playing together. And I thought that was really interesting coming from them. They were like, the old raid battle system, everyone would just pick their move, and then you just waited. And I was like, well, you're right. <laughs> that is what happened. And they were like, they were like, if you cheered, sometimes it didn't do anything. And I was like, you are correct. You are correct. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes it would give like a reflect, and the reflect didn't matter at all because you were against like a, a special Pokemon, right? And reflect is only for physical. And they were like, this is really great because what you do affects everyone. And they were like, you don't even have to attack. You could just go into the cheer command. And there were three cheers. One cheer was to heal the whole team. One cheer was to like increase attack power. And then one cheer was like to increase defenses. And they were like, you could bring the wrong Pokemon and still feel like you were contributing something to the team because you can cheer instead. Which I felt was like, so they, we, we battled a Wingle. So what they had us do is because our, our team was like level 25. They had us all go to the same area of the map. And then they said, you can catch any Pokemon you want in this area. And then we're going to touch this crystal. And then we're going to do the raid battle. That way, you know, you can actually like feel the, the difficulty. Because if, if we all just went in with 25, we would just like one shot this Pokemon. Be okay. So I caught a new Pokemon that hasn't been revealed yet because he was he was right there. And I was like, I want him. Turns out he was a bad Pokemon <laughs> because I was like, oh, cool. I think I know what type he is and he'll be super effective against this Wingle. And then I, the same thing happened, uh, which happened in another situation where the Wingle terrestrializes and now it's it's like grass type. And I was like, well. None of my moves are super effective here. <laughs> Did you know it was a Wingle before you yeah, entered yeah. the raid? Well, I I didn't know it was a Wingle when I was catching. I was just like very determined to like because I saw the other people like I was playing with, and I saw one dude like catch a Shinx, and then the other dude caught like, ah, oh, gosh, it was it was just like whatever, it, like they were like your Route One Pokemon. Mm. So I was like, oh, cool, no one's catching like this new one. I'll catch this new one. The Wingle terrestrializes into a grass Pokemon. My Pokemon's moves are not super effective against it. So I end up, uh, I end up, like, it is real time. Like, there's a 10-minute timer. Uh, whatever, for whatever reason, this game loves 10-minute timers. I don't, so far, I've, I've noticed that, like, there's a 10-minute timer in Picnic. There's a 10-minute timer in Team Star. There's a 10-minute timer in Raid Battles. This game just loves 10-minute timers. And then there's the HP. There's no, like, shields or anything. I, like, attack. So, like, when you attack, your menu goes away, and then you know when you can attack again because your menu will come back and you have the options to, like, attack or to, like, cheer. Um, and then when you're attack, like, so you attack and then your menu goes away, and you can still read and see what everyone is doing. And it felt like I was attacking pretty often. Like, it only felt like five to ten seconds in between. 
And then I noticed my team was dying. And the Nintendo rep was like, if somebody like faints, they didn't use the word die. If somebody faints, you will get a huge punishment to your whole thing. And so I was like, okay, well, that dude's going to faint. And I can't really do too much against this Wingle. So I'm going to cheer and heal. And I healed. And then like the, the Wingle got like a crit against something. And so by the time the crit happened and I healed, the crit happened. And then it came back up. I was like, well, I'm just going to heal again. And I did. And then the Nintendo rep was like, you are the only person in this entire thing that actually is playing healer. Like, everyone else just lets their teammates die. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. And I was like, well, but- well, 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 I can't, like, I know type weaknesses. I can't really do anything against the Wingo. Like, I picked a bad Pokemon. That was my bad. Like, I wanted to try this new Pokemon. It, like, it had the worst move set ever because it's, like, super low level. And, like, I, like, why would I not heal? So to go back to like rewind to like hear the Nintendo rep being like, I don't really like the old raid battle system felt very single player and like you couldn't really do anything if you were weak. Like I I, I didn't mean to put myself in that situation, but like it was like exactly what they were describing. Like I brought a Pokemon that wasn't good. And instead of being completely useless, I could still add so much more value to my team. And the, like, real-time timer or whatever didn't feel like that. It just felt like everyone was picking moves. Everyone was playing. It almost felt like, and I don't mean this negatively at all, it almost felt like a pogo raid and a sword and shield raid combined, but significantly better than both of those. Like, Mm. it felt like Game Freak looked at, like, pogo raids and was like, we can do this better, and then they did. And it felt really good. Like, instead of pogo having this dodge feature that doesn't even work at all like swipe left or swipe right to dodge there should be like a cheer feature where like oh i brought the wrong pokemon but at least like instead of me tapping i could hit like the cheer button or something instead so did you notice there was a big negative when somebody fainted like we did i did not let anyone let anybody faint i i they they got really close to fainting um but i i want to say that they said if you faint you lose like a huge chunk of time oh um and we finished with four minutes left so it was about a six minute battle um and i think i think our pokemon were around level maybe between five and seven because we were on like a very early route and i want to say the wingle was maybe like level 10 or something i I, that doesn't show the wingles level i would only guess that it was it was probably slightly stronger but yeah it took about six minutes to do and we had about four minutes left so actually i i i want to say and i i don't remember i'm super sorry i want to say like if a pokemon die of faints you lose like two minutes or something so three faints would be more than half the timer I think the timer is better. I think you both have been in raid battles that feel like they've been longer than 10 minutes and they just feel like a slog. Oh, yeah, where nobody's doing oh, yeah. any damage, but also the the raid Pokemon isn't killing anybody either. So it's like, oh, we're just going to sit here forever. And I did ask about the friend code stuff. I was like, hey, look, in Sword and Shield... So they had to be on my friends list and then they had to enter the code. And then in Dynamax Adventure, you guys changed that. So you just had to enter the code. I was like, do you know which one it is here? And they said, it should be. Well, I, I've noticed when Nintendo reps are not confident, they say it should be. They said, it should be just enter the code. 
So that was um, a relief to hear. The, the one takeaway from this entire preview is Nintendo is very good at wording things. <laughs> they're very careful about wording. They're very careful. They're, they're, they, they have read the terms and agreements and the non-disclosure and the what we want to tell you and what we don't want to tell you very clearly. And I'm like, the if. entire time I'm talking to you guys, I am panicking that I am saying <laughs> something I am not allowed to. Uh, if you were in my call center and I was greeting you, each of those shoulds would have been a negative <laughs> because that is not good customer service. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up that you guys wouldn't ask anyways is I, I saw a brand new Pokemon. Uh, and well, you said you could talk about them. Yeah, I can't talk about At it. At the beginning. I saw a brand what? new Pokemon. but the, Why would we bring it up? The only reason I saw the Pokemon is because it was glowing yellow. So if you go back and you watch the 14-minute trailer, there's like a Jigglypuff that's glowing yellow. Uh, and then when you go into it, it terrestrializes, right? So I see this huge yellow thing. And I, at first, I think it's like a Terra Raid battle that's like glowing. Because, you know, in, in Sword and Shield, there's like the red rings or and then mm -hmm. there's the yeah. pink ones. So I just thought it was like, oh, this one's like a special one. You can see this yellow glowing thing from a distance like this is why i saw it i would have never gone to that area if i didn't see this thing glowing you can see it from uh, like miles away so i flew my Coridon down to it and when i landed i was like oh this is a brand new pokemon i can't tell you what the, even if i could tell you what the pokemon's name was it was in japanese so what i noticed is a lot of the new mm. pokemon their names in the game were in japanese and then like uh, lechonk it said lechonk right or like shinks it said shinks so i don't even know what the new pokemon's name is anyway there's a new pokemon that's not the that's not the point of the story. So I was like, "Oh, I want to get, like catch this. I want to see it in battle." So I run into it, and then it like so I I I look what what it is, and you know how you can look at certain Pokemon and you're like, "That's an electric type," or "That's like a bug type." Like, oh, you can guess, yeah. but not maybe not be right. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "Oh, cool. I think it's weak to electric. I'm gonna I'm gonna lead with uh, Belly Bolt, right?" And I'm dumb. This is the same instance as the Wingle of like, I'm going to bring uh, a Pokemon weak to whatever it is. So I run into it and then it, it trasalizes. It changes to a totally different type. And I no I no longer have, <laughs> I no longer have a type advantage mm -hmm. and I'm level 25 okay. and it's level 40. And then Nintendo rep was like, Oh, you should probably run away. Like you, like you don't want to get stuck in this battle and waste your hour. And I was like, no, nah, I'm a gamer. I'm pro. I'll be able to I'll be able to figure this out. And I I I try to do I, I do damage to it. I do like 30% damage. I hit it with a super effective move. Uh after it knocks out my first Pokemon, I bring in a Pokemon super effective against it. I hit it with a 30 like 30% 30 damage, and then it like crits and one-shots me. And then I flip another Pokemon and I like try to attack it. It's faster than me, it one-shots me. So now I'm not like down to three Pokemon in like three turns, right? And I've only done 30% damage. And so like I try to like, I was like, all right, yeah, you're right. I like before I like decide to run away, I'm like, well, I did some damage to it, and you know how Pokeballs work. I'll just throw a Pokeball at it. You can't, because it's terrestrialized. You have to oh. you have to, and they actually say in the 14-minute trailer against that Jigglypuff, you have to break its crystal shield. So I couldn't catch it at all. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. Um, so I like I I can't I can't just throw a Pokeball with it and like hope to run away because I know based off my last Pokemon that got knocked out I know that like I can't outspeed it. So my best option is to either run, get knocked out, or throw a Pokeball. I can't throw a Pokeball, so I tried to run. 
It says I'm like you you fail to run away, it knocks me out. I have two Pokemon left, and then I'm like able to run from it. And so I run from it, and it still was standing there when I was done. And that was like the part that was like weird to me. It was still there and it was still glowing. And I thought it it asserted its dominance. Yeah. So like normally, like if you see like a Snorlax in the wild area in Sword and Shield, right? That's a static spawn. Like there's one Snorlax a day. You run into it. And then when you're done, you run away. It's you either catch it, knock it out, run away. But all three of those situations, it's gone. The same with like Pokemon in the grass. You see like a Zigzagoon, you run into it. You either catch it, knock it out or run away. And then it's gone. And when I was doing the like, let's go feature. Or when I ran into like a Lechonk and I ran away from it, it was gone. But that glowing Pokemon, again, it doesn't matter that was a new Pokemon. Um, That glowing Pokemon, after I ran away, it just stood there and it like stared me down. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Um, So I don't, I, I should have ran into it again. Because one, I would be curious if that Terra-type randomized. But also, like, I would it would have been the same thing of, like, if a Pokemon's faster than you, you, like, fail to run away sometimes. Um, and I didn't have any Pokedolls. Or, I don't know if Pokedolls are in the game. Uh, Poke toys. Yeah, they're, right? like, toys or dolls. But that was, that was like, really interesting to see. Um, cool. And then, like, the last thing is I did the picnics. There was, oh, you know what's, what was actually kind of crazy? Again, I, when I play, I, I, there was, I was like so happy and so I had so much like fun playing these games. But when something weird happened, I just thought of like, these are the complaints I'm going to hear in my Twitch stream. Mm. So when I got to the town where Brassius was in, there was, um, like, there was like five buildings on each side. And like, you could tell you can go into a building. Because they put, like, a placemat on the floor. So if there's a door with, like, no, like, welcome mat, that door is just, like, locked. Um, which is, like, normal in, like, literally every video game. Like, some doors you just can't go into. And if the door had a placemat, you could go inside. Um, so there was a place where I, like, went up to the door. I opened it. I went inside. And there was, like, stuff inside. And then there was, like, a place where it wasn't, like, a door. It was, like, a window counter. So the doormat was in front of the, you could see the person and then you went up and you talked to the person and then it opened like a menu, just like, um, in like sword and shield. If you go inside the Pokemon center, there's the two people on the right hand side. And then when you talk to them, they open a menu and they're like, here's everything you can buy. Mm-hmm. So like one of the people, they were like in a window, um, there's like a doormat in front of them. You walk up and then they like, they like sell you like strawberries or bananas or like whatever. They, they're just selling you stuff for your sandwiches. And then there was another instance where I, I was like a door. It was a door door and there's a mat inside. And I like went and I walked in. And when I opened the door, it just presented me with a menu. There was no inside of the building. I opened the mm. door into a menu. And I, I first you I was supposed to go inside any of the building. <laughs> yeah, they told you not to go there. And I, the thing I could think of is people are going to complain that they didn't animate the inside of this build like all it sold was sandwich stuff that's all it was right like like every store in this town just sold different sandwich stuff um like one Mm. sold like fruits and then one sold like meats and then one sold like vegetables and then one sold like sandwich picks like the thing like yeah because we all want fruit on our sandwiches on a sandwich ah well i've had apple slices on a chicken sandwich before Mm. i mean tomatoes fruit true 
So that was like a really weird thing to see of like opening a door to go inside a house, but only getting presented with like a menu. And like the menu look looked pretty. Like it wasn't just like a static, like <laughs> black and like it was like animated and stuff. But I, I, I bought like a bunch of bananas and strawberries. I was just buying like everything. And like the, the Nintendo rep was like, wow, you're buying a lot of like strawberries. And I was like, what? You gave me unlimited money. Like what? I'm <laughs> just going to crank the slider up and just buy it. <laughs> And then I made the sandwich. So the sandwich is is somebody when I was talking to somebody else who played the game, they like referred it to like a Lilo and Stitch mini game on the Game Boy Advance. And I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. But you you lay down your bread and then you can either bring in as much or as little ingredients as you want. And if you if you bring in the max amount of ingredients, you have to use it all. So you can't like bring in like a million pieces. You can't bring in like 20 pieces of salami, but then only use 10. So so you're creating your own difficulty is ultimately what that is. Like if you don't think you can put it all on a sandwich, then don't bring it. So I was like, you know what? Max it out. I'm going to bring I brought uh, that. But they were like, <laughs> they said it's a stacking mini game. So like you have to stack it in a way where if things like fall off, you get punished for it. I was like, great. Seven, 700 IQ, salami, that's flat, ham, that's flat, lettuce, that's flat, bananas, flat. And then the only thing that wasn't really like flat were like strawberries, because they're like curved. So that's what I that's what I brought in. I brought in like five things. I mean, a banana is not flat unless you mush it or cut no, it. No, it's like the, the circle, like the, the circle bananas. Oh. Like what you would put in your cereal. Slice bananas. Slice bananas. Slice yeah, bananas. Banana slices. So I, I put down my salon, then my ham, and then I put down my, my lettuce, and nothing's falling off, and then I put down my bananas, and then nothing's falling off, and then I'm putting my strawberries on, and they're like, some of them are like sliding off. I like dropped two strawberries um, out of like however many strawberries I brought. So I, something happened, like something, I, I got negative something when they fell off, because it made like a doo-doo, like it yelled at me like a strawberry fell off. And then it gives you a star rating, and I don't remember what I got. I don't know if I got like a three or a five or a four. I don't really remember. Um, but then it gave you like boost. And I think I got like a grass type boost. And she was and the Nintendo rep was like, now it's easier to find like grass type Pokemon around you for a little bit because you got that mm. boost. Which again, That's the trick. Like sandwiches work in the real world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The, the sandwich mini game I thought was more engaging than curry. And then poffins, and I actually had a good time with it. Um, and then you like put the little pick in, um, and overall, I I think it was a huge like improvement. And even so, the only reason you would make curry is to increase your Pokemon's happiness to like give your Pokemon like HP. But I don't know why you would specifically do that when you could just fly to a Pokemon Center and that would be way quicker. Um. Uh, HP, happiness, uh, to curry hunt if you wanted to attract a Pokemon, which like literally no one did. Um, and then that was like kind of it. And, or to like complete your curry decks. With the sandwich stuff, it feels like it does all that, right? Like you, you apparently you can get an egg, although we didn't talk about that. Um, you can increase your Pokemon's like health or happiness. Um, but then you also get those boosts. So I would imagine if you're looking for like, I don't know if Cramorant's in the game, but uh, like in Sword and Shield, Cramorant only appears when it's like raining in the wild area. And even so, it's only like a 15% spawn when it's raining. 
So I, I, I don't know if in this game, if like, oh, I want to hunt Cramorant. Cramorant's only going to appear when it's raining, but it's only 15%. If I make the sandwich that increases water type spawns, does that mean I see more Cram? I'm assuming that means I see more Cramorant. Um, so that would, that sounds great for people who want to like shiny hunt or, or, you know, just complete their Pokedex. That sounds really great. And they said there was other boosts too, like a more experience boost. Increased shiny rates boost. I don't know. Uh, they, they, it was funny because the, the guy at the Pokemon, co- the company was like, you don't have any questions about shiny hunting? And I was like, no, because I know you guys don't have any answers. And he laughed and he was like, yeah, everyone else asked about it. And we told them we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what a bunch of amateurs over here. Why would they ask you about shiny hunting? It took us three years to figure out shiny hunting and in, in, in sword and shield. Like, I know you guys won't know how it works. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't don't know about shiny hunting. Um I'm sure, and here, here, the reality is, you know, people are going to try to shiny hunt off the bat. Data miners or whatever are going to tell you how to shiny hunt. It's going to be wrong. If whatever, you know. Like I said, it took us three years. Heck, we literally just found out how to shiny hunt and let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee after Sword and Shield already came out. Like everyone was technically shiny hunting wrong that entire time. And I did a video about that. Um, uh, I, I, I had zero expectations. So for anyone who's like made it this far into the podcast or to the video and they're like, you didn't ask about shiny hunting. Like, look, look at the track record here. <laughs> we probably won't know for, you know, several months or we think we'll know and we'll do it and it'll kind of work. And then we'll find out that, you know, there's a better way to do it. So, yeah, I hope I didn't sound super negative. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I start off with the gym stuff and that kind of sounded negative. Uh, but I think because of the Titans, I, I, it makes sense to me. Um, and I think the like legends catching Pokemon is probably going to be a bummer for other for people. I understand that like totally. Um, I, I, I cannot understate how incredibly excited I am for these games now that I'm playing it. And like I said before, and I'll say it again, if if. If you still have questions or go back and watch that 14 minute trailer after playing it, that trailer pretty much is the expectations they uh, they surprise us with. But that's I, I guess that's another conversation like Nintendo and the Pokemon company. They do really cherish and like to surprise their audiences. And so like. When they were like, don't talk about like you can talk that you, you can say that you battled Mela, but don't talk about the battle in depth. It was like. I get why they don't want me to talk about it. Um, Cause like out of that whole preview, like that mellow thing still sticks with me as like, honestly, that mellow thing was probably the top moment by far. Mm, Nothing competes so you with were it. Shook. Uh, okay. Like I can't okay. stop thinking about how cool that, that whole interaction was. Um, And you know, the Titan thing, they were like battle. We want you to battle the Titan. Cool. And then I did it. And they were like, do not chase it. And I was like, ah, what's over there? <laughs> so I get it. Uh, I get that they want players to be surprised, and I can see where those are. Um, and uh, you could look at Sword and Shield, and you can be like, these are the surprises in Sword and Shield, right? Like, uh, whether or not they hit, that's totally, you know, dependent on a player, right? Um, of what they're looking for to be surprised. Um, but now you know. Now you know the catching stuff isn't in, in from Legend Arceus, so at least you won't be negatively surprised when it comes out. You will be disappointed now and then. 
<laughs> and then hopefully let it pass. Yeah. Uh, but the movement felt great. Uh, oh, I went into the inventory. I went into the bag. Um, uh, I, I don't know if there's marks or, or ribbons. I did check that. It didn't. Obviously, nothing had anything. Um, the the uh, the bag. I couldn't tell if like if it was shiny, if it would appear there again. I didn't have any shiny Pokemon, so can't tell. Um, it still had the same like star, diamond, square, triangle. Like the marking stuff was still there. I did go into like the search where you could like search for like fire type or you could search for a Pokemon with like the move like hyper beam. Um, there was no search for like shiny. Uh, like there is in Pokemon home In Pokemon home. You could search for shiny specifically that did not in Pokemon ex- go. Yeah. Yeah. in Pokemon go and in Pokemon home, you could search for shiny. There was none of that in the menu system that I saw in uh in scarlet and violet it was exactly the same search terms that were in sword and shield um but also i don't think you could specifically search for shiny in legends um i don't think there was a shiny search button um but there was also not an alpha search button in legends which was actually kind of frustrating now that i'm thinking about it uh so yeah um the 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 catching thing is traditional, although it did seem to catch Pokemon a little bit faster. It, it felt very like, you know, still shook twice, broke out kind of thing. Uh, there were quite a few new Pokemon I saw that I can't talk about. There were probably returning Pokemon I saw that they said I wasn't allowed to talk about. But honestly, at this point, they've showed so many returning Pokemon. I don't know what's new. And I like I literally had to double check if Mark Rowe was shown. Uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Uh, I saw a lot of Pokemon in an hour, and the even the and if I didn't use the flying feature to get around the map, I don't think I would have been able to walk from place to place and get everything done. There, I I know I wouldn't, but I had to have flown to get very close to things in order to complete them because I I will be the first to admit I am wrong and I've underestimated the size of this world. It is so big, um, and I think. In my opinion, it will make Legends Arceus look like a tiny game. The it, it, the it, it's actually incredible of how big this map is. So, so was the train station to Kalos within the Black Border <laughs> or outside of the Black Border? Outside. Where, where was it? <laughs> no, no train station that I saw. Uh, no, uh, I didn't interact with a lot. Oh, another thing: uh, trainer battles do not happen line of sight. You have to talk to them to initiate a trainer battle. They they uh, well, they do exist in the world. You know that was a thing we were talking about with Legends of Arceus, where like, uh, are there just going to be trainers, and are the trainers gonna, just going to battle if it's open world? Like, how is that going to work? Turns out there was no trainer battles in that game. There was just like uh, you know, main character battles. There was like seven of them. I always make that joke that there's like seven battles in all of Legends of Arceus. Although it's a true joke. There are trainers just standing around in this open world. Uh, I did battle one of them just because I was curious. They're just standing there. Um, There was like an item near them. I think it was like a TM that I picked up. And then I walked over and I was like, oh, I bet this is like a a trainer battle. And I talked to them and they're like, yeah, let's battle. They had two Pokemon. I think one was like Grafai. Um, And then, gosh, they they were like level 17 and 18. Like, uh, I don't think trainer battles would scale either, right? Like... Yeah. I don't know why they would that would seem like I don't know that seemed like a lot of work. But yeah, I 
I could imagine somebody, you know, going to a harder area, not necessarily to do the gym leader, but to explore and then get destroyed by a trainer, uh, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, right? Like, do people want to lose to a random trainer battle? I think that's possible in this game now. Uh, but you would have to initiate it, which I think feels better, right? Like, you could be in a hard area just to explore or to catch new Pokemon and be like, I know if a trainer caught me, I would lose. But that situation, you would have to initiate that. So I, like, mm-hmm. that was probably, I think that's better. I think that's a whole not another conversation we don't have time for today to talk about, like, what's, like, is a force difficulty better? Or is like, I know this area is going to be harder and I am choosing that experience kind of thing. That I know that for sure. Like the, the Nintendo reps seem very happy about that. Uh, I think they explained it like, this is a true open world. And if I just want to go at my own pace and collect Pokemon or pick up items, I don't have to worry about trainer battles. That's how they framed it. Hmm. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> I look, I played Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. I wish I wasn't hit with a trainer battle every four steps. You know, that's just what that game was. <laughs> I only saw one trainer battle, though. Um, I didn't look too hard. You know, I, I went down to the beach. I saw a bunch of Wiglet. I came up. I saw some Murkrow. I, I, I saw a lot of Lechonk. Um... I ran over and saw some new Pokemon. I got destroyed by one of those new Pokemon. I went over. I saw some more Lechonk. I saw a lot of Pokemon in a very... A lot of, like, returning Pokemon in a very short amount of time. And like I said, I I was very restricted on the map. But even if I wanted to explore the whole area they gave me, there's no way I could have done it in an hour. Absolutely no way. No way I could have done it without, even like, the only reason I was able to go as fast as I was is because of fast travel and because of Coridon. If I was on foot, holy cow, like, just, the, the I can't uh, understate how big this world is, which I, I hope is exciting for people to hear. Um, because I think a lot of people wanted Legends Arceus to be this true first open world. Um, and they, they said, the Nintendo rep said multiple times, this is our first open world Pokemon game. And we're very proud that this is our first open world Pokemon game. Um, and that's what, that's what we said through all the marketing of Legends Arceus. Look, if you have an (laughs) open world game, you let people know it's open world and you use that every Mm -hmm. time you can. And they never did with, I mean, and Legends isn't right. Like Legends is five areas that you can traverse between. Like I said, uh, glitch-wise, you know, frame rate was kind of, like, weird in certain areas. Um, l- the lettuce at one point, like, like disappeared through the table through sandwich making, which was, like, more laughable than anything. Um, they they said multiple times, this is not the final version of the game. Uh, it seemed to run fine, though. Everything's good. So, that's all I got. I, ho- I don't know if that makes you guys more or less excited, but that's, that's all I got. Uh, I'm at the same level. <laughs> same. <laughs> all right but yeah i'm probably missing stuff i probably rambled i'm super sorry hopefully you enjoyed this preview uh and if you're listening to the podcast version there will probably be something after this so we will be right back hey if you didn't know we have an awesome patreon with awesome rewards for starters it's as cheap as five dollars a month that's like a 
$1.25 an episode to support your favorite podcast. This podcast right here, you can support us for $5 a month. That gets you access to our Slack community. That gets you access to ad-free episodes of the show. And that also gives you bonus episodes. On top of that, it gives you access to all the bonus episodes that have existed on the premium feed. It is a great time to sign up with Scarlet and Violet right around the corner. We have a bunch of bonuses coming before the end of the year to celebrate Scarlet and Violet. So if you want to support the show and what we do, you can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T to sign up, support the show. If you can't remember that, you can also go to ise.cash. Both of those websites work. It really goes a long way, and I think it's the perfect time to sign up as we gear up for Scarlet and Violet. If you're one of the people listening to this podcast on an iOS device, you're in your app right now, and you're going to suddenly forget that Patreon exists, there's actually a a two-week free trial in Apple Podcasts where you can subscribe to the show, get the ad-free episodes, and you'll be able to access those bonus episodes as well. So either or, whatever's convenient for you, it still goes a huge, huge way to support the show and support what we all do here. So patreon.com slash PKMNCSD. Or if you're on Apple Podcasts, start that free week to try, start that free two-week trial. And if you like it, continue it. Supporting us that way goes a long way. And you get a bunch of stuff on top of it. So I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. And thank you for listening. And we are back from our break. Uh, Greg, hit us with the question of the week. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's question time. I want to hear the question of the week. Jeez. If you really love question of the week, I answered over 75 questions. Nobody... People love my part of it, and they're very, very lukewarm on your part. I put that video up on uh, YouTube on Sunday. Uh, it's titled 75 Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Questions Answered. I, I look, I, I've said this before. I haven't looked at any of the leaks. I don't know what has been confirmed or not confirmed in the leaks. So there might be somebody that be like, we know this because of the... I, I don't know. I didn't look. I'm assuming part of the reason why I was invited was because I didn't make YouTube videos about leaks. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've, Nintendo is very, uh, very in in tune with who's making what content out there. Um, as is Pokemon. I have talked to the people from Pokemon many times, and they they are very okay with Nuzlocks. They are not okay with randomizers. <laughs> yep. They do not like you randomizing and emulating your game in whatever fashion. Anyways, a question that I'm not, I guess I'm pulling from various YouTube things. I, I do want to kind of clarify this one more time uh, because I think it's important is what happens when you terrestrialize. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to use, I'm going to use a Tyranitar example. So the, the question is, if I have Tyranitar, which is rock and dark type, and I terrestrialize to ghost, will I lose my advantage of having stab, which is same type attack bonus, on my Tyranitar, so then I am no longer weak to fighting. In fact, fighting can't do any damage to me because I'm ghost. And the answer is, 
I'm 99% sure on this because I've talked to multiple Nintendo people and so did Joe from Serebii and he got the same answer is you don't lose your original stab, but you gain a new stab, but you're still weak to the thing you terrestrialized to. So let me, let me give you an example. So let's just pretend that Rock Slide and Crunch do 100 damage. I know they don't, but for this example, we're going to do basic math. So if I'm if I'm Tyranitar and I use Rock Slide, I'm actually doing 150 damage because I'm a Rock type Pokemon, so I get a 50% boost to to my move. So my Rock Slide does 150 damage, my Crunch does 150 damage, and then let's just say I have Hyper Beam and Hyper Beam does 100 damage. Um, Hyper Beam only does 100 damage because it doesn't match it. Now if I was a Lechonk using Hyper Beam, it would do 150 damage because Lechonk's Type is normal. That's just how stab works. That's again, those are just rough numbers. Um, so if I'm a Tyranitar and I have Rock Slide and Crunch, they're doing more damage because it matches my type. And then my last move is Shadow Claw. And let's just assume that Shadow Claw also does 100 damage. Uh, before I hit that Terrasalize button, Shadow Claw does 100 damage. Uh, when I Terrasalize into a Ghost type, uh, my Shadow Claw will now do 150. 50 damage because I am now a ghost type Pokemon. Um, so I get the stab from being a ghost type. But even though I'm only weak to what ghost type Pokemon are weak to, which is ghost and dark, I, I am no longer dark type. I am no longer rock type. I am ghost type because I hit that Terrasalize button. Uh, I still get my stab from Rock Slide and Crunch because that was my original type. But I am only weak to what ghost type Pokemon are weak to? That means in the example that the trailer showed, that Gallade couldn't close combat me because my I'm I'm no longer darker rock. I'm ghost. So it's it's actually <laughs> I know I I know my when I was saying that and I was like oh the person I asked had to ask somebody else the person I asked at Nintendo had to ask somebody else at Nintendo. It's kind of a complicated question. So uh, another example is you know if you were Charizard, Charizard is flying fire and you terrestrialize into dragon, you're no longer weak to water because dragon resists water, but you would still get a, you would still get these power that you would get from like an air slash or a flamethrower because Charizard is still gets the benefits of fire flying. So I think the way that I would put that is for attacking, you are a triple type if you were a double type because it adds a type. But yes. for defending, you're a monotype. Yes. That's a go. really good way to explain it. Really quick question that I don't think I answered in the 75 questions answered. Well, somebody said, what if you have two types and you catch that Pokemon, which Terra type would it be? It's 50-50. So if you catch Lechonk, Lechonk is only normal type. So every Lechonk you catch is normal terrestrialized unless that Lechonk is from a raid, or unless that Lechonk has that Super Saiyan glow, which means it would be different. The yellow, yeah. If it was like a Roselia, I don't know if Roselia is in the game. I'm just using it because Greg's here. Why? If, if Why it's a Roselia and you heart? catch it, it's either 50% of the time it's going to be grass, Terra type. The other 50% of the time it's going to be poison, which is kind of maybe unfortunate. Like, let's just say in the Roselia example, um, like poison is the better Terra type. For Roselia, and then you find a shiny one, and it ends up being grass, because um, you can't control the terror type. It's just fifty-fifty. 
but that we've already had that problem. That problem's already existed with abilities. <laughs> they did make an ability capsule, which lets you change it. But uh, yeah, we 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 know that how that works too. So there's your. If you if you want more questions, um, <laughs> I answer a lot of them on on YouTube. Uh, so I put out a lot of YouTube content. Um, we're trying to get to 50,000 on YouTube. We're at like 43. So youtube.com slash PKMNCST. If you want to watch that stuff, I did edit the last two videos myself and I put a lot of work into it to make sure it's not a waste of your time. Um, so if, if you like it, I don't know, like comment, subscribe, all that stuff, the algorithm stuff. All right. Will Pokemon of the week. Oh boy. You went faster than I was ready for. Uh, last week's Pokemon, I was once again talking about yarn stuff and how Angora wool comes from rabbits, but mohair wool comes from Angora goats, and cashmere comes from goats, not sheep, and there's a yarn produced in Kalos, which is only taken from a fully grown creature, but it's considered a plant-based fiber, more similar to bamboo and cotton than wool, so the answer must be... It's... Mareep. No. Chatot. It's Go Goat. Go Goat. I said goat like four goat. times. Goat, 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 goat. <laughs> I was like, you can get wool from goats. And apparently, really expensive llamas. Alpacas? Uh, I think a Vicuña is more like an alpaca. Oh. Do you think anyone actually shops at the alpaca store at Mall of America? Absolutely, they do. What? I, I mean, have, maybe not for yarn, but the shop or something because that's already been open have for five yarn. years. Yeah, they don't have yarn at that store, but I literally have three hundred dollars of alpaca hanging in my closet right now because that's some good fiber. Uh, Go Goat, super cute. The shiny is great, and the shuffle icon's great. Go Goat and its pre-evolution share their category with Silazar. Silazar. Isn't it Cyclazar? Isn't there a Cyclazar? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think they said that one out loud. Uh, all three of those Pokemon are known at the, as the Mount Pokemon. Uh, Gogoat is the only Pokemon with the base stat total of uh, 531. Gogoat has the highest HP stat of all grass. Really? Gogoat yeah. has the highest HP stat of all yeah. grass type Pokemon? That's Look, insane. Grass grass don't have a lot of HP, and Gogoat's got 123. <laughs> In pre-release footage shown at the E3 developer roundtable... I love the trivia section wow. of Wikipedia. Go Goat's shiny form was shown. However, in, in the final release, its shiny colors were dramatic, dramatically changed. Yeah. Oh, I see. They have a little picture of it too. Yeah. The original shiny was bad. The good, new shiny is great. Yeah. Go Goat's a really cool Pokemon. Yeah. It's like like one of those Pokemon that is just. Really well designed. Like it's not like a pretty poke. It's not like, like I don't think it's pretty. Uh, but I think it's like really well designed. You think it's you think it's good looking? Yeah, it's kind of it's got a leaf boa on. <laughs> it's got handlebar horns. It's got cute little feet. It's growing and on. And you can you can make a bamboo yarn out of it for five thousand dollars a spool. Well, look. <laughs> Those are some <laughs> rare plants. Uh, 
I also have commentary. Um, just I need to insert this for all the people who felt the need to comment and say, well, the video said the name of that Pokemon is Farigaraf. Steve was pronouncing it correctly. When Hello? I say that the name of that Pokemon is Farigaraf, if you insist on calling it Farigaraf for the rest of your life, when you see the file format GIF, you must call it a gif no matter Correct. how dumb that sounds but the developer not, said you can't say gif co-signed co-signed ca- cannot say gif you must say gif yep co-signed. i just want to point out that dialga's name should be dial but you don't say it that way this week's pokemon <laughs> this pokemon with a strangely deep and feminine voice based on an animal you used to be able to buy in a cup or plastic bag at the school fair learns two moves named specifically for the physical feature on top of its head. Greg, you and I were the only ones around when you could buy these at the school fair. <laughs> wow. I haven't thought about that in a long time. Can you imagine time. if they tried that these days? There would be riots. <laughs> oh, my God. You guys remember? Yeah, probably, the answer is yes. I know you guys remember. But like the early 90s where like dolphin merchandise was like everywhere. Oh, there's a new age. That was part of the new age... 90s resurgence like the dolphin stuff made its way into pop culture but if you were on a college campus you were heading to that occult store to buy your witchcraft books and your incense and all of your crystals like every weekend yeah it was part of the huge 90s new age resurgence was the was the big dolphin piece love and then echo the dolphin came out and that game ruined it for everybody because the screech it made when it hit when it hit rocks was awful yeah, I thought about that the other day. I was like, wow, everyone was like really into dolphins at one point. That was weird. <laughs> that was a time to be alive. <laughs> the 90s was wild. Uh, so we are uh, about a month away from Scarlet and Violet. I would expect us to get like at least one more trailer. And then I would expect like a trailer the week of. But that usually the trailer the week of is like... All the trailers, like, chopped and edited into, like, the, the, the super trailer, please buy our game trailer. Oh, you know, the one thing, the one thing I, w- I was thinking of is because people keep asking about, like, when are they going to show the middle evolution? During our, our, our hands-on preview, uh, it said that I started with a Quaxley. Like, Quaxley was my starter Pokemon. If, if I went to my train, when I went to my trainer card to, like, go save the game, it said, like, your starter is Quaxley. Well, I think Sword and Shield did, too. I think Sword and Shield was, like, your starter is Grookey. There was no Quaxley to be found um, <laughs> in, in my in my PC or in my my party, and they were definitely okay with us seeing new Pokemon. I saw a handful of Pokemon that they're like you can't talk about, um, and they were very strict about like you can't talk about this dialogue. You can't you can't talk about this uh, when Cloth runs away from you. Do not chase it. Right? They could have easily said like. Don't talk about the starters' middle evolutions. They could have just said that. Like, they would have been the same agreement of, like, don't talk about this character's dialogue. It's hard if you could use it in your party and it was a key point of your experience in playing the game. And then you say, and I use this Pokemon, which I can't say, right? They only wanted to give you Pokemon that you could say. Yeah. I mean, when, when, I, when I noticed Belly Bolt was in the party, they were like, this is 
Yono's Pokemon and where like the trailer for that will come out like this Friday and we wouldn't be we couldn't talk about it until the Friday afterwards so it's like oh okay but yeah there, there was uh, I I uh, there there's I don't think there's a Pokemon game that hasn't leaked early and I know a lot of people will at least want to look at the leaks to see what their their starter evolves into but I don't know if they're gonna like show it early like with the Hisuian yeah. forms Decidueye yeah those came out before the game. No, they showed those the day the game came out. They were they put them on Pokemon.com. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. The, yeah, the yeah. day the game came out. And I want to say for like Thwacky, Raboot, and Drizzile, that was like the, also the day the game came out, but they didn't... I mean, like that player's guide leaked for Sword and Shield, so that's why. Yeah, so that got... Oh, this is also my uh, weekly reminder. Please do not link me to links. I don't care about spoilers, but I don't like supporting any of the current leakers out there because I don't think they have anybody's best interest in mind. I will find stuff out on my own when I want to find out about it. Please do not link me or mention me or at me in any of the social medias that link to links. Thank you. This is this is what I will also say about leaks. I said this. I've said this a couple times on my Twitch stream. Everyone laughs. I posted a video of like me in the shower, like all sad. It was a I I filmed it a long time ago. I just recycled the reused content. footage. Reused footage, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, the the joke was like when they haven't shown your favorite Pokemon yet, which Greg couldn't relate to. Um, Heck, oh, <laughs> it's killing me. But and, I don't want to know. And I was I was wearing a Cramorant shirt, and then the caption was like, "Show Cramorant, please." Right. And for whatever reason, on on both TikTok and Instagram, people took that as liberty to just like talk about the leaks. So I I would say like if if. The the video is not even worth you checking out. <laughs> like it's, it's just it's a mean video. But don't read the comments if you don't want to be spoiled. But the thing I will say, and I promise you, you don't have to turn off the audio here. The 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 TikTok people were all like, "Hey, I read the I read the leaks. I hate to break it to you, man. Cramorant didn't make it." And then I went over to the Instagram, and and it, it was wild because the Instagram comments were like, "Hey, I read the leaks. I hate to break it to you, or I, I read the leaks." Uh, I hope this makes your day. Cramorant's in the game. And it's just... <laughs> why, it's just wild to me that, like, there were, there, were, there were so many... It wasn't, like, one person, right? It wasn't, like, one person on my Instagram was like, hey, I read the leak, it was Cramorant. And it wasn't like it was, like, one person on my TikTok. It was so many people that were commenting, like, the, like the leaks say Cramorant is in and then other people are like the leaks say Cramorant is not in so I always find it funny that there's there's a handful of people out there that that live and die by these leaks they like think they're like set in stone one of the things that I, I found interesting because I did see some leaks early on and again you don't have to turn it off I promise you because when I played the game I went to character customization and there were a bunch of different clothes right I could change the shoes the hat the gloves the backpack and there were four school uniforms. And IGN and Serebii and uh, myself, they, we were told that there are more clothes in the game. But the leaker originally said a, a couple months ago that there was only uniforms. You couldn't actually change that. But, but, the, but the point is, people only remember what the leaker says right. They never remember the the multiple things they get wrong just constantly yeah and it's so, like uh 
tune in for Will and I's new podcast called Confirmation Bias. Yeah. Where we cover all this stuff. Um, and so, like, four weeks. I mean, if, if there's a Pokedex leak, I'll probably look at it. We will not talk about it on the show unless it's after credits. But yeah, uh, just, you know, I'm super excited for these games. Uh, people commented on the YouTube video that my preview of the games made them more excited. So that's that's great to hear. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm really glad that there's a lot of positivity around these games compared to Sword and Shield. Because I remember reporting on Sword and Shield and it just like felt like a nightmare every episode. <laughs> and that was during it- a time where people were calling us <laughs> shills and we were too positive. Yeah, I I know. Here's the thing. I just need to know what the current hashtag is going to be so I can preemptively mute it on Twitter. Good luck. I know. I know try to find it. Up. Look, if some of you are like, I can't find you on Twitter, chances are I blocked you. <laughs> chances are you used a hashtag or something, and I went, nope, I don't care. You're gone. I don't ever want to hear from you. You get subscribed to my Instagram now for $5 a month. Why? <laughs> you're, you're, Where you're, else are you're, you going to get the Garatina feet pics, Greg? Nowhere, because your green is a lie. I only go to people I know that I'm going to get the goods and the green. <laughs> your green is like you, you sitting know on a skateboard. You know when you said your green is a lie? It took me a second to process what you were saying. <laughs> we have to end this episode. Thank you for listening. Uh, we should have a special guest next week, hopefully. Uh, I just talked to them yesterday, and they were like, we're still on? And I said, we're still on, which is a great guest. A great guest is a guest that checks back in to make sure plans don't change. So hopefully we have that guest on next week. Um, but thank you for listening. If you want to find Greg on Twitter, if you can find Greg, it is White Wing. If you want to follow Will on Twitter, that is Wash in the Sink. If you want to follow me on Twitter, that is Dragging a Lake. Otherwise, um, uh, have a good week in Pokemon Go. Uh, get If you have... If there's any time that you need to dump Pokemon and get your storage back, now is the time. You get double transfer candy for the whole Halloween event. So clear out your Pokemon Go storage. Uh, check out the YouTube, youtube.com slash PKMNCAST. Uh, thank you for making it to the end. Thank you for listening. We'll have a bunch of exciting stuff coming for you for November. Um, so you know, check out the Patreon if you haven't done so. Uh, but thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are... Super effective. Super Nick Burgess's incredible Halloween album, All Night Midnight Monster Party, is out now. Get it. I'm on it. It's incredible. Yes, featuring Greg Levin. This podcast is made possible because of our patrons. A huge shout out to our producers on Patreon, starting with Stephen, Sean, Matthew, Kay, Jessica, Brian, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Carlos. And a huge shout out to our executive producers of Steph, Spencer, Courtney, and Brady. You too would like your name read at the end of the episode, or you just want to support to get ad free episodes or bonus episodes, you can head over to patreon.com slash PKMNCAST. That is patreon.com 
slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Thank you all for your support and we will see you all next week.